0: You got it like
1: the Rhodium Radio. Hey, Tony, drop that. What, babe? I bet. Dr. Dre in the place to be. Core rocking shit with my homeboy, Steve. At the Rodeo, getting stupid son.
2: Yo, don't think that you can get none of the The motherfucking doctor. The bitch hop up, the sucker motherfucker stop up. I'm fucked up, so don't mind what I'm saying. I'm just kicking it. But Steve, Tony, yeah, yeah, Susan, yo, we can choose it. Don't shit to put in a mix. You know what I'm saying? We kick shit like and and. Call this shit that's a fact. And if your shit ain't in a mix, you know it's
1: whack. And that ain't no bullshit. I'm kicking facts on a serious
2: tip. Word up, Dr. Dre's in full effect, doing serious damage. Boy.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to Rhodium Radio, episode 110. And before I introduce my special guest, I got a couple of minor announcements I want to make. So once again, if you're interested in buying an ad and uh, having it played on the Rhodium Radio podcast during the breaks, uh, go to DocuMixery forward slash ads, and there you will have all the info. If you have a business, you have an album or something, you just want to promote a flyer video or whatever. Uh, You can uh, go to, once again, DocuMixery forward slash ads, and you can hit us up there. We're going to start putting them up, hopefully, uh, at the beginning of December or late of this month. And once again, uh, you guys want to buy the hard copies, the mixtapes, they're available at DocuMixery.com. And we are still encouraging you that if you still want to submit your music, this week we went through a lot, a lot of emails, and we've already made a lot of bookings. And uh, we're trying to fill up our December-January schedule. So continue to submit your music if you want to be on Rhodium Radio Podcast. So so, uh, submit your music at uh, rhodiumradio at gmail.com. Once again, I should be on the screen, rhodiumradio at gmail.com. That's where you submit your music. But submit at least several songs, whether it's just audio, whether it's just video, and a short bio. So that way we know at least a, a little bit about you. And uh, we'll be contacting you via email. So, without further ado, let me go ahead and jump right into it. I would like to introduce my very special guest for tonight, Diamond Dez. Hey, what's up? How
2: happened? you doing? I'm so good. How yeah? are you doing?
3: Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing fabulous. I'm always doing good. Uh, I'm never right. one to complain to feel down. Uh, I don't suffer from depression or anxiety. I'm always.
2: That's a blessing, brother. Yes. Some people really do, though.
3: Yes, yes. You know what? So, uh, I know it's Wednesday, but how is your weekend going?
2: My weekend, you said week. I'm, I'm like, hold on every I did day. Say weekend. I did you said say weekend. weekend. Yes. It's all good because every day is a weekend for me because <laughs> I just be turning up. No, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I'm living my life, living my best life. Yeah. yeah how are doing you doing? what you
3: love. Huh? I'm doing good. Uh, I always <laughs> stay busy. I try to stay productive pretty much every day, uh, even on my off days. I'll have like two off days on Monday or Thursday or whatnot. And even then, I make myself busy because right. one thing that you'll never get back is time. And time right. is the, the right. one thing that you never want to waste.
2: It's of the essence, so they say.
3: Yes, yes. So how was your weekend? How did you spend your weekend?
2: I probably just... No, you know what I did? I built a studio with my producer in Culver City. That's what I did. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'll so, word. Sounds definitely. like you're going to get busy. Huh?
3: Sounds like you're going to get busy.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. As far Uh, as Opening up for, like, a bunch of different artists, any kind of artists, really, that want to come and do it. Um, Since I mentor kids, I want to open that facility to youth that are aspiring to be artists, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I already got hit up by, like, I think she's, like, 13 years old. Her dad hit me up and asked me if I could mentor her, and he would bring her to L.A., and we do, like, some mentoring. I would basically just give her all the game. Yeah and kind of just help polish her and mentor her for a few months and record music and stuff like that so yeah i'm really looking forward to like all the endless opportunities that are coming through you know sounds
3: good sounds good um really quick um you seen anything good lately on tv i I don't watch tv any movies i hate tv
2: but i do like movies or shows um i watched this space show what was that space show what was it called? Uh, another Life. Another Life? Yeah. That was crazy.
3: What was it about? You
2: like spaceships, I yes. can tell. Yes. Yeah. It was um it was about like this big old gigantic crystal alien thing that was like uh, put on Earth and it was causing all sorts of crazy stuff. I I don't wanna give it away. You should go okay. check it out on Netflix. It is lit and crazy.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh throughout Maybe September and October. I love Halloween, my favorite holiday. Of course. So I watch all Halloween shit. Like, love it. Yeah. Love
2: so. it. Uh, I guess I shouldn't have avoided Halloween. Um, Love Halloween. I didn't really, I don't feel like I really watched a lot of um Halloween movies, though. I did, of course, watch Hocus Pocus. Because, yeah, you know, you got to. Got to watch yeah. Hocus Pocus. But I was running around a lot, like, you know, recording music, making music. Having fun, getting That'll dressed work. up. So uh, I wasn't you, really sitting in front of the TV that much. Okay.
3: Are you a Michael Myers fan? Of course I am. Okay. I'm going to share something with you that uh, kind of like... and I only found this out about 10 years ago. I have a friend that lived in Pasadena. He's a uh, musician. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to always go to his house and do demos. You know, just music before we actually go into the studio. Right. And I've been going to his house for years. Okay. He knows I'm a huge, huge uh, Halloween Michael Myers fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day he asked me, where's one place, because I traveled all over the U.S. already. But he said, where's one place that you would like to go if you could leave tomorrow? And here's what I said. I said, (laughs) Haddonfield, Illinois. That's what I said. Oh,
2: my gosh.
3: And he said, Haddonfield, Illinois. And I said, yeah. He said, why, what's there? And I said, that's where they filmed uh, uh, Michael Myers, you know, Halloween. And he said, no, they didn't. That's two blocks away from me. It burst in my bubble. I was like, What? And he said, "Yes, the house, the neighborhood, the hedge, everything, Pasadena."
2: Who lied to you?
3: Exactly. My God. This whole time, when I was a kid growing up, because I saw it when it came out, I was just a kid.
2: You so. liked scary movies when you were a kid? Hell yeah! Oh my God, did you have nightmares?
3: Yes, but I lived
2: through it. So oh my yeah. God! Like, what was your obs- what is your obsession with scary stuff? I, I like funny stuff Me too I love scary stuff. and funny But I be like I be scared sometimes <laughs> I like funny stuff more But why?
3: What? Uh, my mom traumatized me My okay. mom was one of those Mexican women That didn't speak
2: <laughs> Chancla She got the chancla Yes, yes. Beating the hell out of you. So
3: here. take me to the drive-in I <laughs> would sit between her legs and, and she would actually I would be on the floor Sitting between her legs Like this Listening to the exorcist
2: What the Yes Why? Why would you
3: Because I didn't want to go But I said oh. I don't want to see it So let oh. me hide Okay. And you know, do you have the speaker right there in the window and then all of a sudden you hear fuck me fuck
2: me <laughs> oh my gosh. You know. You're like, "Mom, what does that mean?" Yeah, exactly. What what are they doing?" She's like, shh, 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 shh. "Yeah, exactly." Ga-geta. <laughs> Ga-geta, I'm trying to watch. It.
3: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I think from then uh, uh, um, she didn't want to watch us on the weekend, so she would give me and my brother money, dump us, uh, my, me and my brother money, dump us at the theater. So we watch like four movies.
2: She sound like a G. Like yeah. I would hang out with her. Well,
3: after having ten kids, she is a G. Yeah.
2: I mean, someone's <laughs> got to. It's yeah. not gonna be me, but someone got to. So, so Halloween's my <laughs> shit.
3: And uh, what about sports? You like sports?
2: Uh I only got into quote unquote into sports because my dad. Okay. So my dad obviously everything LA, Dodgers, Rams, LA LA LA. So Lakers, you know. Lakers, okay. Um, I only cared because my dad cared, so no, I don't really care for sports, to be honest. Okay. I rather play sports than watch sports, just to have fun. I can't I can't sit and watch something. Like that, like for so long, I just, I get bored. I got a short tension span. I need to move. I need to do stuff. Right, right, right. So like I could I could be a like a player on the Lakers team, but like I can't just sit there for like months watching basketball games. I can't do it. Unless it's like, you know, like a big game and everyone's coming over. I'm really about just hanging out with people and socializing and having fun. Like I really can't. I can't get into just watching a, a television. I can I don't know. I, can't, I don't do it. I don't watch TV. So
3: Okay. Um you play any sports growing up?
2: Um I dance. Uh-huh. I broke <laughs> I used to break dance. No shit? Yeah. <laughs> and I uh like I help teach um hip hop class. Okay. So I did hip hop dancing, I did break dancing, and um yeah, you know, like so I freestyle dance now. But okay, you know, and when you
3: say breakdancing, were you pretty good?
2: Like pop, popping, and locking. Okay, and then adding um, hip hop, like you know the actual Harlem shake and like the worm. I used to do all of that. The that yes, was great. And everything? Yeah, the worm. Like I, I, like I will get. I will show you. Like don't <laughs> test me. Okay. I'll bust a move. That'll work. Don't play me. W- where originally are you from? I actually from the two hundred nine. I'm from Stockton. Okay. Yeah, and then when I was fifteen. I ran away to Sacramento, and then I was there until now. I just moved here three months ago. What's up, LA? Hey. Hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm here now.
3: So you live pretty much predominantly in Sacramento?
2: Central, Cali, and then North NorCal, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Did some traveling. Went to Vegas. Came to LA when I was younger, but it's the first time I've ever lived here, so... Yeah.
3: Okay. Were you a smart kid in school?
2: I was um I was smart in school, but I also had a crazy childhood mm-hmm. and I dropped out of high school. So like I should have been a smart kid, but like I had other things to do. <laughs>
3: hey, sounds like me. <laughs> I
2: was like I was like a 3.5 GPA not trying. Okay. Yeah, I was smart, but like I had a lot of crazy like m- my dad. Kind of like my dad raised me. He was a cholo, you know, like he's from Bell Garden Locals out here mm-hmm. in LA. So, I, I my, my daddy was a thug. He, the whole thing, you know, I saw right. the drive bys and like just had a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Couldn't really focus, you know, <laughs> <laughs> had to like do all that stuff. So, anyway, it's cool though.
3: Uh, now now let me ask this living with your dad mm-hmm. what type of music would you say you were raised with
2: what, what were- do you think
3: no, uh, well, on, like
2: war like malo like come on i like all the cholo music oldies okay you know and then your random b in the jets like it's just all kinds of stuff you know okay. like really it was just and it was crazy my dad was so protective like he didn't let me listen to n- nor did my grandma though they're um my grandma really Loves Loved She just passed away But she, uh, The Lord So okay. she would not Let me listen to And I love the Lord But she would not Let me listen to Anything secular Right mm-hmm. So my grandma raised me And so did my dad It was kind of like my Whenever my dad decided To take me from my grandma And try to raise me right. Try to do his thing You know um, But I listened to A lot of Cholo music A lot of Oldies A lot of Gospel because of my grandma uh-huh. So it was a whole thing. My dad would never let me listen to whatever like was on the radio unless it was like something he wanted to listen to, right? Okay. So, otherwise mm-hmm. it was just gospel. So I was raised around a lot of gospel, a lot of cholo music, a lot of oldies stuff like that. Yeah. Well, God loves cholos, so yeah. right? I know. G, <laughs> Je- you know, I want to get. Um, I'm working on a back piece right now, and okay. I'm gonna get Jesus with a, a open but like a button up. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Looking like a cholo with like palm trees and lowriders and stuff. So sick, it's gonna be sick. That's like dumb. Jesus is my actual homeboy, so I got it. You know, blasted on my back. So
3: that'll work. Yeah. Uh, um, did you go to church a lot with your grandma?
2: I did. I grew up in church. Okay. Yes, that's where I started singing. Really? Mm-hmm.
3: Now, now, how did that start? Like, for an example, let me ask. Uh, say that one day your grandma heard you singing and she went up to you know the the, the pasture and said. That are sing or that they hear you sing. So
2: here's the thing. My uncle is a pastor. Okay. My whole family, like I grew like they were all gang members from LA. Really? <laughs> yes. And then they like my aunties were like part of the Playboy, um Playboy bunnies or uh-huh. whatever. And then my uncles were all they all grew up here and they all were just gang members since they were like children. Yeah. Um so eventually one day the Lord had changed their life. And <laughs> they crossed over from Cholos and gangsters and stuff like that and gave their life to God. And then by the time my generation was born, they were already in church, raising us in church. Um, so my whole family was real like like this with you know, Jesus. So we was good. So I started singing in my uncle's church when I was like shoot, like four. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's where it really started. Four years old. Four. Mm-hmm. Now that you like it? I lo- Of course I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I loved it because it wasn't just... When you were raised in church, it's not about like you, right? It's about who you're singing to. And it's about all of everyone coming together, like for something that means something. So it was a great way to grow up. There was, yeah, you know, like dysfunction. It was ratchet, but, you know, we still love the Lord. So it was good.
3: That'll work. So now, uh, so when you're not in church. You go, you're with your dad. And you're bumping war, my loin, and, mm-hmm. and you loved all that stuff as oh, well. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> That'll, work. That'll yeah. work.
2: My dad always had a lowrider, you know, called him Shorty from Bell Gardens. Like, he, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he, he's something else. He got LA tattooed on the back of his head. He got Bell Gardens tattooed across his upper lip. He ain't playing. He has Los Angeles tattooed across his stomach. It's a whole thing. A lot of people th- look at me and they think I'm white. Uh huh. I'm like, <coughs> Just because I don't speak Spanish Because there was a language barrier in my family right. But I'm like, hey, I'm a Garcia You better put some respect on it No No shit <laughs> No, but yeah
3: That's dope That's yeah. dope, though. So, you know But he allowed you to be you You know, and you No, were- I wouldn't say that, but Okay, well No, nah, he definitely did you. not He was
2: very overbearing Cholo Overprotective Mexican father You already know how that goes Yes, was yeah. that a
3: good thing or a bad thing?
2: It was uh, It was not like that fun it wasn't that fun. It made me like grow up and be like, I it's lit. <laughs> I'm right, right. gonna go turn up now. No, it was good. I love my dad. I that's love good. him a lot. Yeah. That's good,
3: that's good. And my day. mama too. And, and uh, growing up, you play any instruments?
2: No, nobody was musical in my family. It was just me. <laughs> it was just me. But um I did have a couple cousins that would sing with me and stuff like that, but nobody in my family was musically inclined. I wish. Yeah. And my I remember specifically one day someone was like, she can really sing. My dad was like, Des? Like, he didn't know. I'm like, for real? Like, how you, you didn't hear me? <laughs> like, right. So someone else pointed it out to my dad and he was like, what? For real? Like, and I'm like, I sing all the time. You really gonna play me like that, dad? Like, damn. So I guess the first time someone noticed me was it's always been in church you know right then i grew up in like going to talent shows in my school and just like always trying to be really active i I grew up doing drama plays skits i was always very into um, drama and acting and singing and dancing like i was my whole life matter of fact my mom told me when i was like two years old Uh uh-huh my mom's mom used to put me on the table and have me dance for her friends for candy like a stripper. Not like a stripper, but like a stripper. Right,
3: right. <laughs> what?
2: I was like, really, Ma? You had your mom out here putting me on a table for candy? Damn, like, I didn't even get a chance. <laughs>
3: well, I, but that's a dope story. I'm glad you're sharing it. It's cool. Uh, um, so now...
2: Um, <laughs> Always w- entertaining people since I was two. <laughs> I was like... Check out my diaper Yeah
3: Now let me ask you this (laughs) What was your earliest memories of Listening to hip hop Do you remember the first song that you heard Who introduced you to it Where did you hear it at
2: It would definitely be my father And it was probably That's a really hard question because like there's so many songs that run through my mind. I'm like, which song came first? You can tell me the oldest one. So like war, you okay. know? Um, I just remember dun 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 dun. Does that count? <laughs> Lo- rap. If it had rapping, yeah. I mean, to me that I don't know. I guess to me that's like urban. For me, right? Okay. So anything kind of herb, like I know that's like Mexican rap. Like if that was rap back then, it would be Mexican rap. But rap, rap, I would it'd probably be like Ice Cube or Tupac or Snoop okay. Dogg. You know, like uh, California. Love. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I listened to a lot of different music with my dad, and um
3: so it was through your dad you got introduced to say through hip hop. Of hip-hop.
2: course, it was very. West Coast, very LA. In the I grew up, you know, in the '90s, so mm-hmm. you know. Okay. My dad always like tried to hide like all the the bad things from me, you right. know, but he couldn't help himself, <laughs> and he'd be like, "All right, we're gonna listen to secular music today." <laughs> okay. Don't okay. tire grandma. No. <laughs> yeah.
3: And and now, um, so you like a lot of West Coast mu- hip hop. Okay. Now. You like any East Coast hip-hop? I got,
2: I'm from the West. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, I will say, yes, sir. Okay, Biggie. And I love y'all and all y'all and good stuff. But I'm from California. Okay. West Coast. Okay. All my life till the day that I die. I okay. got to rep it. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, right, right. So that's what I do.
3: <laughs> okay, now let me ask you this. If I ha- you have to choose either albums or artists, West Coast artists, who are your possibly top five West Coast artists or West Coast albums. Ever? Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, from God. any time. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be within the last five years, ten years. From any time. As far Tupac. As you can
2: remember, Tupac. Man, we going all genres?
3: Oh No, just I feel hip-hop. like I need
2: to plug every every uh, genre, if I'm going to do that, just to love everybody. Okay. Okay, so Tupac. Definitely can't say the Spice Girls because they're from, like, <laughs> the UK. But I love them. Shout out to the Spice Girls. Um... Damn, that's a hard question because to be honest, I don't really be like in people's bios like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, you know, there's certain artists that you know where they're from, but I don't like really stock artists like that. Okay. Even, even as a fan of music, I don't really like go and look at people's, I shout out to the people that do that though, but I don't. Okay. So I, that would take me a while to think about it because I'd have to be like. Are they from the West Coast?
3: Okay, let me throw some names out there and then <laughs> okay. you tell me. Okay. Okay, you mentioned Tupac. I love him. Would you throw Snoop in there?
2: Oh, of course. Yeah.
3: Okay, what about like Dr. Dre the Chronic Album?
2: Yes. Okay. I love Eminem too. Okay, Eminem. Because okay. Eminem is Dr. Dre's son.
3: Yeah, even um, though he's not from the West Coast. But... I mean, I'm
2: trying to honestly I'm trying to think of artists that are like legendary and really, really, really old. Okay. Um, like uh shoot Watch what show like is she from the <laughs> west coast cuz i love her
3: what <laughs> about Rita franklin
2: Aretha franklin i love okay.
3: her okay you're a michael jackson fan
2: of course everybody's a michael jackson what fan what about prince fan <gasps> why did you have to say i was supposed to tell you about prince no, first of all i noticed your love right prince there. i i couldn't wait to okay, tell you okay go ahead and tell me tell me i love prince i did a skit to his um when doves cry when uh-huh. i was like 12 years old and I've just loved him since I was probably t- 11, 12 is when I found out about him. Because you have to understand that I had to learn music on my own, okay. right? I do sneak to learn music because I wasn't allowed to listen to what everybody was allowed to listen to. I was very sheltered, very like as far as not like sheltered like I was, I was from the hood, but I was sheltered from things that were like, bad you know right, right like smoking and drinking and and partying and secular music and holes and ratchet holes yeah i was protected from all of that so i had to sneak it i had to educate myself later but prince is one of my favorite artists i love him so much he's even he's like probably as tall as me or was yeah, as tall as yeah. me he wore high heels
3: what, what, what was it about him that stood out
2: oh my to- god he was himself Okay. he was so himself like for me when i see an artist i can already tell i could see a person and be like they're an artist or they're eccentric or they're they're themselves they're original i like original people i like people that just have a natural swag about them right, right, they're not right. just wearing stuff because they're like well this is cool or i saw this on the commercial so i'm like me. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to give myself props. But I got my own swag. You know, I'm really into people that are original. I'm really into people that that just vibe with themselves, you know? And they express themselves. I love right. the way he expressed himself. I uh-huh. love the choice of clothing, mm-hmm. shoes, the way he sang, the the things. He he was just dope. He had a little cute little chest hair. It was, <laughs> you know what I mean? He okay. wore high heels. Like, shoe, you can. Now,
3: if you had to choose, if I had to make you choose between... Michael Jackson and Prince, who would you take? Prince. Okay. Me, same thing. That's my all-time favorite artist.
2: And I know that's like a slap in the face to Michael, but like I love... I feel like people are going to hate me, but I don't really care. People already hate me, so hate me. Um, I feel like Michael Jackson was a better dancer than he was a singer, right? Okay. But he was an amazing singer. He of course. was also retarded with like dancing that boy was a dance like he would like was not playing like nobody can dance better than michael jackson right but prince was like his own kind of singer i don't know like he wasn't a dope dancer like michael michael definitely pooped on him when it came to dancing right but i just liked his swag more i guess like his singing like it captivated me more than michael jackson Okay.
3: okay. Yeah. What about rock? You you like to listen to rock music? Yeah, I
2: do. I was very heavily influenced by rock when I was like 15, 14. 14 was like my first underground rock show. I used to hardcore dance and all kinds of stuff. The Mosh I got a few black eyes. It was dope. No shit. Yeah. Like, why do you think I look like this? Like, you see all my. I was heavily influenced. My dad was like so against it. No rock music. No rock
3: music. Why? Is La Musica del Diablo?
2: It was... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And, like, it was the devil's music and stuff. No, he would, like, take my little... Like, I used to have, like, little emo bangs and stuff. I was, like, trying to be a little emo kid. First, I started... I was punk rock. Okay. And then I, like, grew into being, like, a little emo kid. Right. Then a little scene kid, little hardcore kid. Whatever. It was the whole thing. But, um, yes, I definitely was at all the underground shows... I grew up with tons of bands that are like, like a Skylit Drive, um, so many bands that I don't even want to think about it to be honest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm um, a shout out to a Skyline Drive. Shout out to Jordan Blake. <laughs> no, but did
3: you listen to rock music? Like, let's just say, like Ozzy. Um, no. Led no. Zeppelin.
2: Yes, but like classic rock, you mean? Yeah. Yes. So my dad did not; he was against it, right? So okay. I didn't get to enjoy that because my dad was very mexican to me i was like oh well, that's white people music like i'm not allowed to listen to that <laughs> <laughs> like it is what it is i missed out on a lot of rock okay. i did until i was a teenager and then i had to dive in myself and it started through punk rock music okay. like i said so i had to find it my myself but i love like classic rock like journey and like led zeppelin and um What is that? My mom's favorite band with the freaking the guy with one arm. With one arm? Yeah, hold on, I'm trying to think. Def Leppard is it? Yes. The The guy with the one arm went to the drummer. Is it Def Leppard? Damn, he played
3: he played drums with one arm.
2: Yeah, he got into an accident. My mom told me she loved that band.
3: Oh wow! Yeah, I I know that shit, and I I like rock.
2: Yeah, plus I have a really bad memory, so like, it's (laughs) terrible. I forget people's names. Like, it's bad. I'm, like, a visual person. Okay. I'm, like, I remember the one arm, but, like, what's his band name again? (laughs) I remember a song, but, shoot. Okay.
3: Now, let me ask you this. At what point would you say that you started to take what you're doing now very serious where you're, like, you know, I'm going to start getting together, you know, getting some music, start rapping, start singing over it, or at what point?
2: So... Everybody knows this. It doesn't matter how talented a person is or wow. how passionate they are about music or whatever that they do. If someone else... You need people. Yes. You need a team. You need people to invest their time, their talent into you. It's You could never do anything on your own. I don't care what any iconic celebrity right. can say. I agree. If, if they oppose what I'm saying. Yes. You need a team. You need someone to believe in you. That's why we need fans. Because we are nothing without our fans. We Absolutely. need a team. So 2013, I finally um, you know, I grew up just always performing and singing, right? So it wasn't until 2012 when someone was like, Yo, like, do you have a manager? And I'm like, huh? And I'm just running around making videos like in a grocery store, like digging myself into the frozen section and doing front flips and cartwheels in the aisles and just being stupid, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> okay. but like, that was just be me. But he hit me up and was like, yo, let me manage you. And so by 2013, I started getting managed for the first time. Okay. Yeah. So that was like when I started my professional career. Okay. Right.
3: We're gonna go ahead and press pause right there. Go ahead, press and, pause uh, then. we're gonna come right back, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Your first recordings, and when you released them, what was the reaction, and how you got your name, etc. Okay. Well, so we'll be back. I then. Okay. Like- hey everybody. Uh, once again, <laughs> um, we'll be back in about ten minutes. Take a uh, ten minute break. So make sure you call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Diamond <laughs> Dance is in the motherfucking building. We'll be back ten minutes welcome back everybody to rhodium radio this is the podcast of slap you across your fat ass with a fat ass dick <laughs> you know that when rhodium radio is <laughs> popping the panties are dropping so we're gonna go ahead and jump butt naked right back into it with diamond <laughs> does how you doing
2: wow i didn't ever hear that one before i'm sorry oh yeah i
3: practiced that all the time wow, in the mirror.
2: wow. good yeah. for you that's a great confidence booster
3: <laughs> you know what I, I had a couple of questions because i know so there was some stuff that you sent me through email mm-hmm. and i read them and i thought they were pretty interesting okay uh First of all, before we get into the why or how, or how you got nominated to win an award, because you did.
2: Did you say a award? Or? Homeboy? Yes. I have won more than a award.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. Disrespect. I'm <laughs> You had said, I thought this was real interesting, because you had mentioned how you were raised in the church, and then you, your, your father raised you in music and gospel, et cetera.
2: Grandma. And,
3: mm-hmm. and there was a question that somebody asked, and it said, if you could be any character from history... Who would it be? And here's was your answer. And I wanted to ask you about it. And they said, it would be hella lit to go uh, on adventures <laughs> and kick it with Jesus. So I'm going to have to say, Peter, you know, one of the 12 disciples. Mm. What what inspired you and encouraged you to say that?
2: Well, Peter's one person in the Bible who reminds me of myself. He chopped mm. off a fool's ear because <laughs> they were coming at Jesus. He was like, nah, fool. Like, that would be me. Like, I would okay. be chopping off someone's ear, too. And Peter loved Jesus. And Peter also made a lot of mistakes. So, I mess with Peter. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm uh-huh. a little Peter, a little bit sometimes. So. Who is
3: better than Judas?
2: Hey, I don't mess with Judas. Like I would have chopped Judas's ear off. To be honest, <laughs> I would have helped him hang himself. I'm just saying.
3: what <laughs> I mean, okay. And then um, you were asked this other question, which I thought was pretty interesting. I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead.
2: It's okay, jump.
3: But it said, uh,
2: You feeling uh, foggy?
3: Do you have regular <laughs> Do you have regular gigs around your town? And you said, yeah. to be honest, with all the respect, I turned down a lot of shows in Sacramento because I'm trying to focus on giving uh, uh, my time and talent back to the community without burning myself out. Can mm-hmm. you share a little bit about that as far as what did you do and how you were involved with the community?
2: So I took a break from, because I played all over. because like, you know, I just moved here. But before I moved here, I was in Sac. So I was always playing. I was opening for a lot of different major artists that were coming, that were on tour that would come to Sacramento, blah, 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 blah. I was just like, okay, like, cool, like, I get money and stuff like this, but I just felt like there was no real purpose in it. Besides, what I got out of it was connecting with people. Mm-hmm. I love people. Yeah. Some artists are different from me. A lot of them are different from me, but some people do this music thing because they like the attention or they like the money or they want clout. For me, it's a way that I can meet and have a connection and a conversation and makes and empower somebody, and it's for me it's people. Okay. So, um, you know, I am a youth activist, and I really found purpose in was it? 2016 is when I stopped heavily playing at huge venues, even in LA. Um, and then 2016 I stopped. 2017 it was like I turned around and did this whole purpose driven life where i was just giving back and 17 18 19 all i was doing was um i was just being there for the youth so there's kids that are you know at risk youth whether they're at risk for you know growing up in the projects they're at risk for human trafficking they're at risk for just you know falling into drugs and all kinds of different stuff because just yeah. the way that they they're, they're a product of their environment Um, So I would go to, I was actually like received by so many different organizations, youth organizations, uh, things against domestic violence, um, even things, uh, organizations that supported like transgender kids or kids that were uh, in group homes or whatever, like all the the whole thing. Um, And I would go to the juvenile hall. I have a badge to this day. Where I go walk in and be like, bleep, bleep. And then go in and I sing, rap, share. I, I've shared one sermon from the Bible, which was mm-hmm. crazy. I was like, okay, I'm preaching today. <laughs> 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 the Lord says. So I did that. And then um, I would do one-on-one uh, talk therapy. I would counsel and I would mentor. Um, I did that in the juvenile hall. And then like I'm really connected with a lot of... Like a, a center for for peace. Um, They are about their anti-domestic violence and abuse. And they support, like I said, the transgender and gay community um, and things like that for kids that are growing up and they're going through things that they don't understand or they're whatever, whatever. So I work a lot with, um, yeah, with a lot of organizations, Shine California. I was connected with um, the Sacramento school district I went from um, elementary school to high school, um, you know, uh, continuation schools, and I taught kids about their worth, their strength, and their purpose. Awesome. And so I was really just, I'm, a, I'm all here trying to be a voice for the youth. And, uh, you know, when you're young, you don't know your worth. When you're young, especially if you're growing up in a really messed up environment, you know, it's dysfunctional. Um, So I go out there and I'm like, yo, I used to be just like you. I had no idea what I was worth. Went through all kinds of crazy stuff. And look at me now. You can be this. I mean, I'm not even where I want to be yet, but like I've come a long way and look at me and understand that you will be better than me one day. If you learn this now, you will be better, way better than me. And that's what I do. Like I'm here because I want to make an impact for Young people that's why I want to mentor Kids so young because I want To just dis- help them discover their gifts And their abilities so that we Can train them up Yeah and help them To just help mold them and Literally just give them all the game like here This is what it is this is how you perform This is how you do this blah blah blah, blah, blah. Like I just want it's all for the next Generation you know like I love kids I love young people I just have a Passion for them Like Discovered that in 2017, it wasn't. I was like, "What am I missing?" You know, "What am, I'm I'm out here like, people love me and all this stuff, and I love them, but I there's something missing." You know, right. it was it was it was them. It was yeah. Awesome.
3: So it's awesome. Uh, and then uh, there was a question that says, Words to live by, but walk by faith, not by sight." Yeah, I
2: thought
3: that was interesting. I know what that means, mm-hmm. but for the people that may not know what that means, do you care to share why you share that?
2: Well, if you seen my life, <laughs> <laughs> you would be like, "I got you, fool. I got you." Yeah. So walking by faith and not by sight is, it takes faith to when you're going through. I, I actually dealt with depression as a young okay. young person, a lot. Really bad. It was it was heavy. I was diagnosed with depression. My mom when I finally started living with my mom when i was like 15 I didn't know her at all um she took me she was like she would catch me doing some real not healthy things okay and she was like really worried about me and so she took me to get you know to the doctor <laughs> and um they were like yes you are depressed and you've been depressed for about 10 years and that means by the age five Because I was fifteen at the time, so starting at age five, I developed a very dark depression that Mm. lasted for a long time. Um, Okay. Yeah, and that's a part of. I'm like not when people when I talk to the people about this, I feel like some people get uncomfortable because for me it's like yo like I'm not afraid to tell people where I came from. Right. Right. Because I've come so far. And I've changed so much, you know, and like I'm not that little girl that I used to be, you know, but that's why it's so easy for me to love people and to give because I understand what it's like to come from a very abusive, dark, sad background, you know, and that's why my passion is for the youth is because I'm like, yo, like that was me like and Mm -hmm. like it's for a reason like we're so we go through what we go through so that we can learn and grow and then in return turn around and give someone what we needed when we didn't have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I if if I knew my worth when I was young, shoot, I feel like I'd be way farther in life and I don't want that to happen to anybody else. If I can help a child become who they who they're supposed to be, who God has created them to be, simply by them knowing you're loved and you're valued. And look at all these good things about you Like that's that's what I want to be
3: That's awesome, that's awesome, I like that uh, Before we get into your music They asked you, how do you describe your music To people, and it said good energy mm-hmm. So let's get into the music part When did you start recording Your first demos?
2: So when I got discovered <laughs> um, By the first person That wanted to manage me, it was uh, like, like I said 2013, right? Okay. He's like, we're doing pop music And I'm like, okay So I started doing pop music, and I've always been very honest about, like, in my songs. Okay. I would talk about my experiences. But you also have to acknowledge the fact that people want to hear a certain thing. You can't write music for yourself. Right. You can, Mm -hmm. but it better relate to other people. Right. So when I started, yeah, pop music, good energy, like, good vibes, because I've never... Really wanted to uh, promote anything that was negative. Okay. Um, When people listen to my music, I want them to feel good about themselves. I want them to go and work out. I want them to go and feel like I can do this, you know, like, or like I'm dope. Like I've always wanted people to, I want to empower people with my voice. Okay. Yeah. I want people to understand how beautiful they are and how special they are. So awesome. that's
3: awesome. So now uh what producers at that at that point in time when you got your manager did you start working with Chase Moore? Okay. So he's producing original tracks for you? Yeah. Okay.
2: He produced my first um uh, my first single was Fun and China has fun. Yeah, so. Okay. Now <laughs> you now, can find it on YouTube. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing.
3: So the single comes out, what was the response that you were getting?
2: People loved it, and they're like, "Oh, she's trying to be like Lady Gaga." I was <laughs> like, "Really? Okay." Because you were because I've you. always been um I've always been like with my style, my hair, make all of my I've always been. My dad said this. He was like, "You're like the original Lady Gaga," and I'm like, "Dad, don't say that. I don't want to be an original Lady Gaga. I just want to be me." You, you know, yeah. but what he meant was that I before she came out. I used to make clothes, like for instance, I'm getting this visual in my head of this purple sequence dress that I had. I literally put boxes in my shoulder, literally a box, but I put it in the shoulder so that the shoulders would go like this and pillows in the bottom so that it would go out like that. Mm. Like I used to hand make a lot of my clothes. Okay. I don't have time for that but now but I used to and I used to just do all kinds of crazy um, artistic things I, I'm, I'm an artist of many trades you know okay so I paint I design I'm, in a, I'm a visionary you know okay so yeah so I don't know I've always had a very crazy style
3: okay now and those ideas of the way you were uh, sewing and making did that was that inspired by by anybody or did that just come out of you
2: i wasn't allowed to watch or listen to a lot of things that were worldly quote-unquote grandma thank you love you miss you um i wasn't allowed to do that so i yeah it was me like it was it was self-expression so one day like years later people pop artists start doing this extra stuff and i'm like yo that's me like Yes, like I'm, I'm with that and it's sad though because I had to like throughout the years be like I already wrote those lyrics I already been not wearing pants and a leotard I already been doing that but they're claiming it and I'm just out here like a nobody like yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool So I've just always been There, you know, okay. Yeah,
3: so that first single drops what comes next
2: more singles Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. More, more pop singles um, music videos that's when I was really, when I came out in Sacramento okay. and everybody knew who I was. Everybody. I was, um, I just got a, so I had moved from the 209 again. Right. I like went to Sacramento, moved back when I got older, then moved back to Sacramento. Okay. Um, so when I came back ready to work, I actually just got a job at the dive bar. So I was a professional mermaid. Yeah, I know. Um, I had to compete. I, I was one applicant, one person out of hundreds of applicants that wanted this job. To one be, person to can be a mermaid. Job. Yes. Go Google it. Dive bar. You're welcome. Dive bar. Miss you. Um, so yes. We had to go through interviews. We had to go through a month of training. And people were just dropping like flies. From the, con- from the applications, dropping, to the interviews, dropping, to the training, dropping. And then the final thing was the competition. And it was like 10, 13 on mermaids live. And people were there in the bar. And they had bellets. And so you go in. And they're like, they put your face on the screen and be like, this is... My name Desiree Garcia and she likes to do music and she's a mermaid Oh why she want to be a mermaid whatever so they got to read about the contestants and they had the ballots, and they had all the names and they voted they watched everybody perform and they voted for who they wanted to be the next dive bar mermaid your girl got it <laughs> so yeah yeah I was a professional mermaid for a while. That was the coolest job I've ever had. $75 an hour. I mean, you can't do much better than that.
3: Okay, so now, did you just swim or what did you do like there?
2: So there was a 7,500 gallon saltwater fish tank. The tank was lit all the way across the bar, the bar and then the tank on the top. Okay. So I had silicone tail, the mermaid makeup, the The bra, like, whatever. We go in and literally do an underwater performance. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) like It is crazy. Yeah. So we did the whole thing. So, and this
3: was just at at a bar?
2: At a bar. Mm -hmm. It's called Dive Bar. Look it up. Sacramento Dive Bar. And that's still open? It's on K Street, downtown Sacramento. Of course it's still open. I'm just asking. I'm just saying. Why wouldn't it be?
3: The last time I was there. In Sacramento? Yeah. Early 90s. So.
2: Why don't you come with me? to Sacramento. We'll get a tattoo at my homie's shop. Capital Ink Tattoo. Shout out. Irish Cash. You're welcome. I love you, boy. We can go get a tattoo. Go to Dive Bar. I can introduce you to the Head di- to the head Mermaid.
3: I don't have no tattoos.
2: You don't? No. That's okay. You have a big chest. You work out. <laughs> right? You do push-ups? You do something. Your chichis I, are popping. Yeah, I do something. You're like,
3: I'm digging this interview. So, okay. So now,
2: how long did you last with that manager? What manager? Oh, no shade, no shade. (laughs) Love you still, Mark. I love you. Um. So you see, it didn't last that long. By like, and then I didn't trust anybody after that. I know. I was like, "Mm, I don't want no
3: manager. This music game is fucking dirty.
2: I'm not even going to say it, but yeah, it is. So, I was with him for um for like a year or two. or I'm trying to remember when I had Burner come down for my EP release party show. Mm-hmm. But it was around that time when a lot of stuff happened because I, I had just got an investor. Okay. Sheena Gotti, I love you still, Sheena. I know you don't want to talk to me because of that man, but I love you still. But anyway, so Sheena wanted to invest in me. She knew was like a fan and she okay. was like a rich, beautiful woman and she wanted to invest. And so she was paying for all kinds of things like this show that where we paid burner, like Hellorax to come out and headline my EP release show. And that's how I met burner and we're homies and he's dope too. Anyway, there was a lot of things that happened with money. I've never been a person that really cared about money. I know it sounds weird, but it was always people I loved. Other people get weird with money. When money starts coming in, they're like, oh, I start seeing money. They start putting money in their pockets. They start taking money that's not theirs. And long story short, that's what happened. <laughs> and I had to get rid of some people. And then because of some people, like other people left. So okay. that was my experience with that.
3: Now, now let me ask you this. This is a, uh, I like to ask both sides of the coin question. So that happened while you were with this person for 2 years did anything good come out of it
2: of course i learned a lot the thing about it is i'm going to keep it real like there's really no shade but i mean i'm real i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell about myself i'm going to tell you about everybody like without telling you everything um it's just i had to basically i was managed by someone who didn't want me to know the game okay yeah he wanted to not tell me anything so that i needed him right right but after all that happened i had to learn everything on my own i was spoiled he spoiled me he really was i wish all that stuff never happened because i loved him to death and he really did do a lot for me He, he was the first person that noticed me he was the first person that invested into my talent he did a lot for me I was like a little baby, and he just did everything, you know? And um, it's because of him. I owe it to him. That's why I love him. Like, no matter what happened, I love him because he helped me become established. He helped me to start my career. So no matter what happens, I forgive. I, f- I would love to be friends today um, because it's it's all good, you know? It's all good, but he, I really appreciate him. Okay. Yeah.
3: All right. And so now, that happens. Mm -hmm. What comes next for you?
2: So after that, so meanwhile, I should say um, the way I started my whole public career um, was alternative modeling. So I know you can't see, but I got tattoos. (laughs) Yeah, I saw them. I got no. You can't really. Can you see? (laughs) Yeah. So I have a lot of tattoos. So um, I started. I started my modeling career actually when I was 15. I went to John Robert Powers, my mom's dope, I love you mom. My mom took me to John Robert Powers for some training. She paid, she's, love her. Um, Learned how to do a lot of stuff. And uh, I started just being an independent model and doing a lot of photo shoots, a lot from, since MySpace. And then, um, yeah, hello old. Um, and then eventually I started like (laughs) back in the day, they had like ladies of metal, like on my space where it was just like chicks, like with tattoos and it's like, Oh, they're so cool. Then it like developed into more, you know, professional things like tattoo magazines. And so I started posing for photographers. I would submit my photos to magazines. So then I became an alternative model. And that's kind of how I started coming out as a person, a public figure. Um, was through my alt modeling. So yeah, from there, now I'm here. I've been on a lot of uh, magazines, I've been in a lot of magazines. Um, I'm really not even really trying to push alt modeling anymore because right. it's not my passion. It's just it comes it comes with like the territory, right? Yeah. It comes with the territory of doing music. But I will say last year, I competed in a worldwide competition was a tattoo magazine that really just took a lot of people's money <laughs> and um at the i made it to the finals so you're talking thousands of women yeah thousands of i don't it could be millions around the world i ended up being num. i came out 16 in the world um because at the very end the finals mm-hmm. It came down to money. Who's gonna pay the most money to win? And oh. I was like, "Oh my, for real, bro!" Like, and that's really what it was. And there, was, the chick that won was a doctor and a wolf. She saved wolves. She rescued wolves. That chick has so much bread, bro. Like, how are you <laughs> rescuing wolves out here? Like, okay, I feel you, and you're a nurse too. Bet oh, she won. Too. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, and it was like the top. Th- yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, oh, it's good, it's good. Okay, if it so, was purely on votes, I right. feel like I could have.
3: Been yeah. higher. hmm Okay. I know you're about your producer. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what are you doing now, and can your fans expect anything from you soon?
2: So, my producer, um, my new producer, I've been working with him for like three months. Um, okay. His name is Steven Reza. Mm -hmm. He works with Warner Brothers. He's literally like a big deal. (laughs) So I feel very blessed and I'm really excited about the music that I make with him because I'm like, wow, like nobody's ever produced my vocals. Okay. Especially like him. Like it's crazy watching him work. I've watched him make a whole production from nothing. And I'm just like, wow, like this person is so talented. Um, I'm really excited about our music because I went from local artists to when I hear our music, the music that he produces, and because he does the, everything. He produces, he records me, he mixes, he engineers, he does everything. Everything, yeah. Everything. And I'm like, wow, I sound like a freaking star. Like it's next level. That's awesome. Yeah, because I'm like this big time. Like I'm, I'm working with big time now. So, yeah. yeah, so it's, I'm obsessed with the music I make with him. <laughs> I'm like, wow, like, this is what I've needed my whole life. <laughs> like, okay. yeah.
3: Uh, are you looking at uh, a possible single soon, an album, an EP? Or what is, what is so, the So since
2: we're in fourth quarter, mm-hmm. thank you, COVID, but RIP, you're, you're about to end soon. <laughs> um, we're going to save the music for the new year. So, okay. I got music videos coming. I got singles that are just sitting there sounding so sexy. And Steven's computer. <sighs> I'm like, oh, He's like, you can't. He's like, stop posting clips. I'm like, it's just so good. Like, I just want people to feel it. Like, people are going crazy over the little clips. So. Uh, okay,
3: as a producer, I have to agree with him. I know. Because people buy your shit. <laughs> people know. buy your shit. You just Oh, gave is that my, why? That's exactly why. Is that why? It, it, whether it be your singing Whether it be your beats Whether that's a fucking dope ass snare It's a dope ass kick Or whatever the case may
2: be I'm sorry Steve.
3: That people There are people not That are not creative I was
2: trying to share the love <laughs>
3: Yes So they, they can't wait To take somebody They're
2: trip. like Oh I'm gonna bite that <laughs> That's what we used to do With breakdancing We'd be like Biter. That's the first time I ever saw that Really? Yeah. It's a bite 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 That's hip hop Alright go ahead
3: no, but stop posting <laughs> clips.
2: Okay. I'm done. I was like, "Look, that's the last one." I'm sorry. Okay.
3: Uh, uh, how many songs you guys got out right now? Well, not out, but done. About how many would you say?
2: How much do we have? It's like, hold on, like one, two, three, four, five, four, five, six. I don't know. I have to count. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me. Literally, I have to think. Um, one, um, two, um, three, um, like five or six. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably five or six. And mind to. you he's a very busy person right? right so I'm like constantly like hello Steven hi Um. so I like to do the music where you kind of like I, what Britney Spears no me me Steven <laughs> forget Britney okay she's fine anyway so yeah I'm bugging him all the time
3: so Diamond in there, how did that name
2: come about So the name has always been very attracted to me. Okay. Um, I know that sounds... Oh, my God, sounds so arrogant. I didn't mean it like that. No, no, no. No, it's always been... It's always come to me. My mom... This is where it started, that I can remember. My mom was not supposed to have kids. Okay. Um, She had... When she was 15, the doctors told her, you will never have kids. There's something wrong with your organs, your woman organs. And she's like, big bet. Long story short, she had a lot of miscarriages. I was her firstborn. My sister, and mind you, she's had a lot of miscarriages, right? Right. Um, me, my little sister Priscilla. Hey, shout out to Priscilla Rose. Hey, Priscilla. Okay, and then my little brother, Jeremiah. Um, oh my gosh, look, I broke my nail. Anyway, um, so she had three kids, and we were not supposed to be born. She called me her, we are her treasure. Okay. I was her diamond. Priscilla was her pearl. Jeremiah was her jade. Cute, right? Oh, so cute. So that's where it started. Her like Instagram name is like diamonds and pearls and jade now because my brother's like 10 or 11. <laughs> anyway, so that's where it started. Okay. And then from there, um, my first, my manager, the first one that I had. Yeah. Um, Cause I have a new manager now Hey, we can talk about her next. I love you. Um, so my manager was like, I was like, well maybe we should do like, we should go off with my mom, you know, from what my mom said and do like Desi diamond or something. Right. And he's like, no, it's diamond Des. And I was like, I like, I'm feeling that. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't name myself. Technically okay. my first manager was like diamond Des. And I was like,
3: for show okay thank you now talk to us about your manager and then i have one last question my new manager your new manager yes
2: junior so he is experienced very experienced um he brought up justina valentine that was her manager and she's on the wild and out show she's Mm -hmm. dope with the red hair and she'd be like she got bars (laughs) <laughs> should be clowning so many fools i'm like come hang out with me and tell me your secrets good girl I, l- I would love to learn how to freestyle rap i feel like shy i'm like oh no i might say like chicken hot dogs or something stupid i don't want right, to right, right. what rhymes with car fart <laughs> no i'm playing i'm just kidding i'm a writer so but anyway um yeah so shout out to junior he's dope he's dope i love him
3: okay okay that'll work i got one more question uh, let me see let me bring it on my notes okay the Sammy's 2020 winner hip-hop rap first place
2: mm-hmm. I is was in. the only female nominated so okay. I was like
3: <coughs> okay Bill okay. is in on on all of that what happened
2: so I happy was um I <laughs> that's the biggest award you can win in Sacramento okay. There's other award... I'm a seven-time award-winning artist. Really? Also have a pending two... um, Three. um, Three nominations that are pending right now. One in Stockton, where I'm from. And two in Sacramento. One for Best um, Female Hip Hop. And one for Entertainer of the Year. And one for Best Live Performer. Um, Anyway, so three are pending. We'll see how many I have later, but... Seven-time award-winning artist, yeah. Awesome. Um, Sammys.
3: Yeah, that's the biggest one. Biggest you can win in one Sacramento? that you
2: can win in Sacramento. It's they're called Sammys because they're the Sacramento Grammys. Okay. Yeah. So that was my first time ever winning the Sammys. I've been supporting the Sammys since like 2013 when I started. Okay. So I would go to all their award shows. I'm like, you guys don't even know I exist. So this year, in the beginning of the year, they're like, yo. Diamond Dez, yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. So I won that. (laughs) Cheers.
3: Well, congratulations. Thank you. you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know what? That was actually my last question. uh, Anything I didn't ask you or anything I should have asked you.
2: Jay Relentless in a building. That's my plug right there. Shout out to Jay Relentless um, and his clothing brand. Um, I met him through my dad. Like mm-hmm. I said, they were listening to all these together. Bonding over lowriders. I'm like, oh, <laughs> for sure. Had to bl- plug my boy. So. Okay.
3: Uh, now, shout outs. Anybody else?
2: There's so many people. Take your time. Shout out to you. Thank you. Shout out to Alex in the back. Shout out to my boy in the D hat. Shout out to Steven and Reza. Shout out to my boy again, Jay Relentless. Wait, and my boy-boy, what's your name again? Hectic. Hectic, I just met him. Shout out to my mom and my dad and my grandma and, like, Jesus. And, like, I love everybody in the whole world. Shout out to the whole world. I love you, world. Come give me a hug.
3: That way nobody can say you didn't shout them out.
2: Exactly. Everybody, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. If your name starts with that letter, shout out to you.
3: Yeah, that'll work? Period. Okay.
2: Period.
3: Um, other than that, you know what? I want to thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for being. Can we do the homie handshake? This. Yes. Thank you for giving me the honor Eight. the privilege to interview you. Eight,
2: it's has been uh, my honor. And my there's only one
3: answer. promise that I want you... And I'm, I'm going to ask you in front of uh, your producer. That when you blow the hell up, you better come back give it oh, to me. Oh, I'm coming enemy.
2: back. I'm going to dance on this table when I... Because when I blow up, it won't matter. I can do whatever I want. I already do whatever I want. But, like, I feel like it would be disrespectful. But when I come back, blown up, I'm going to pick up that Thor hammer. And I'm going to just, like, do the a cartwheel on your table. Or, or the kickworm. No, no, no. Actually, I should do, like... I should do a move. The You're talking about the The worm?
3: <laughs> I'll do whatever like yeah. I'll
2: do the harnham shake it don't matter I'm coming back
3: okay, cheers that'll work okay everybody uh, once again we're gonna go ahead and take a 10 minute break uh we're gonna come right back we oh wait
2: to- follow me on Instagram
3: <laughs> yeah yeah it's been popping up it's been popping oh okay. Up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay we're gonna come back with our next artist okay. so go get yourself some modelo take a crack uh go get something to eat come right back it's gonna go gonna get go better poop. yes uh 10 minutes don't fuck around come go right poop. back Welcome back everybody to Rodion Radio episode 110 And I want to thank everybody for tuning in Everybody that subscribed, everybody that's liked And even those people that have already hit dislike And the show isn't even over But it just goes to show what kind of people you are But you know what? I got a surprise because somebody brought me a bottle Patron, but I'm going to crack it open after the next break uh, But other than that, once again I'm going to go ahead and introduce my next special guest And I want to thank him for coming And if you guys don't know who he is, you guys are about to know. So if you don't know, well, now you know. (laughs) And I would like to introduce Hectic. Right on, brother. Como estas hermano? You good? Bien, bien.
1: Gracias, canal. Thank you for having me, bro. Hey, hey, brother. thank you
3: for the bottle, man. You got it, man. No doubt. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. For the people that may not know who you are, after they know who you are and they hear your music, shit's going to change, bro.
1: I appreciate that. No yeah, doubt,
3: she's definitely going to change. No so, uh, I know your uh, Instagram will be popping up, so right. that way people can follow you. People can uh, know, you know, what future content you could, you're going to be having. Okay. 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 So, other I mean. than that, brother, uh, how has your week been going? I know it's Belly Wednesday, yeah. but how's your week been going,
1: man? Uh, it's going good, bro. You know, just uh, we got the day off. You know, what I okay. mean, got to give a shout out to all the veterans. Yeah. You know, uh, much love and respect to those sacrificing. Absolutely. You know, so, uh, yeah, I got the day off, uh, uh, you know, back to work tomorrow, but, uh, okay. you know, just enjoying the grind, bro. That's that'll it. work. That'll work. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: And, and your weekend, Friday, Saturday, and
1: Sunday, how was that? Uh, that was good, bro. Just, uh, you know, went to the studio, uh, finished up some music with uh, Darren Vegas. Yeah. So, you know, got yeah. to work on that So it yeah. was good, bro
3: And I gotta give Darren a shout out Because oh, definitely, uh, Darren was uh, was the plug, the That's connection right. yes sir So much love, much respect to Darren Vegas Super dope producer yes, sir. I eventually want to bring him back Because uh, he had such great, rich stories oh, yeah. uh, Of the people that he met People that he worked with People that he hung around with People that he produced for, etc right, And right. Uh, a lot of people need to know also More of his story so, but we'll get to yours. Are you a big-time sports fan? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh,
1: favorite football team? Uh, Steelers, bro. Steelers? I'm a diehard Steelers fan, bro.
3: I guarantee you, everybody in the live chat probably said Raiders. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I'm sure they posted that over Okay, home. now, now. I'm going to show you something,
3: <laughs> and you're going to admit one thing to me, okay? <laughs> What's that, bro? That was a good game Sunday.
1: It was It was good for them. Yes, but it okay. was it was better for us at the end. You know what I mean? Now if you guys would
3: have lost against us, that would that's an undefeated team that lost yeah, against yeah. a team that's been defeated. Right. <laughs> you know. That's so right. it would yeah, probably would have looked bad. It would've bro. And I'll be honest too, I thought we had it. Yeah. I thought we had it. But you know what? Yeah. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, whatever yeah. it, it didn't happen. Bro, you
1: know, it ain't over till it's over, bro. Right. So Okay. I mean regardless.
3: Okay. Now, favorite basketball team. No
1: nah, Lakers, bro. You know, of course. Raised down here. So
3: Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh this should be an easy one, I think. Uh, baseball team.
1: Yeah, I grew up uh, watching the Dodgers. Okay. You know, I'm from Anaheim. You know, uh, uh, Angels are over there. You know, I got love for them. But I grew up, you know, the Rasa was supporting the Dodgers. And, you know, our fellow Americans were rolling with the Angels. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the Caucasian right. Americans, you know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, it's all gravy, though.
3: <laughs> but you know what? What Okay, what a hell of a year that, first of all, probably one of the worst years in history, but yet we got a double blessing with Lakers and Dodgers yeah, in yeah. the same year.
1: Yeah, that's cool, bro. You know,
3: it's kind oh, of a man. bittersweet because growing up as a Lakers fan, we love Kobe.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. and
3: he's not here to see it. And then his daughter and, yeah, yeah. and at the same time, paying my condolences to the people that also passed away in that accident. You know, oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of times we always just say Kobe and his daughter, but there were other yeah, lives everybody. Yeah, you know yeah, but yeah uh now uh let me say you're like a hockey fan soccer fan any of those
1: uh you know when it comes to soccer just uh, the olympics okay you yes, know exactly. i go for mexico you know what i mean uh, yeah. that's pretty much it uh Anything else, hockey, no, nah, I don't really watch that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I wear an L.A. Yeah.
3: King's hat, that's about it. But, right you know, <laughs> that's If cool. somebody gave me tickets, I'd probably go. Yeah, 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 check you know. it out, yeah. Yeah, I so I, I usually like to ask people this. Uh, uh, what do you like to watch, if anything, whenever you, you do have time? What do you watch on TV? Do you watch a lot of movies? Do you watch Netflix? Do you, TV shows? Uh,
1: yeah, I watch shows with the wifey, you okay. know what I mean? Uh, I watch uh, shows with my daughters, you know, okay. spend time with them. Okay. Uh, when it comes to my type of shows, you know, I like watching that uh, documentary stuff, you know, yeah, same Netflix. Here. You know,
3: what okay. I mean, I, any, any one that you seen lately that you maybe like to recommend? Uh,
1: I think the best one that I've seen is uh, the one of Amy Winehouse. Really? Yeah, I'm a big fan of you know Amy Winehouse and her music. So wow, yeah, I really like that documentary. You know,
3: uh, I, I gotta have to. See, I'm gonna have to see that. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's good, bro. Uh, I, I'm gonna tell you one of my favorite music documentaries i really really enjoyed it was the quincy jones one yeah mm. i don't know if you've seen that no, one. i haven't seen oh, that. oh dude i gotta watch that dude uh and i recommended that for a long time to people i didn't know that this guy uh produced music for frank sinatra oh damn Oh man, his history is, is oh, very, wow. very rich, man. Wow. He's got a pinky ring, like a whole gangster ring, you know, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank Sinatra gave him before he died. Oh shit. And he said, he goes, and I would never take it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and in, in there, he, he kind of explains the, the prejudice that they went through because him, Frank Sinatra's band at one point was black, okay? Frank Sinatra would go into town. And uh, uh, the hotel manager will say, okay, you can go up here, but they'll have to sleep outside or go somewhere else. Right, right. And Frank Sinatra will pretty much say, if they can't sleep here, I'm not staying here. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah so that was dope. for that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. Uh, but just the, the whole the whole history of his music. And you hear songs and you're like, I grew up listening to songs and not knowing that he produced those songs.
1: Well, damn. Yeah. That's pretty
3: cool. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what caught my attention really quick. In the very beginning, he said he was an 11-year-old kid just walk in the streets and he saw a warehouse and he walks in there and uh, uh, because he asked him, you know, when did you discover that you knew music? He said, I didn't know until I walked into that warehouse and I found a piano. He says, and that's when my whole life changed. Damn. At 11 years old, man. Yeah, you know, it's funny man. for me, I'm nowhere near Quincy Jones, but I will (laughs) say this, that at 11 years old I discovered that I wanted to be a DJ. There
1: you go, bro. Yeah, man. That's cool, bro. uh,
3: uh, I know Halloween just... uh, um, was just over uh what's your favorite holiday man if any
1: uh favorite holiday would have to be uh mother's day you know mother's day yeah, yeah. wow people you would
3: use to say thanksgiving uh, or christmas
1: uh, mother's day for me bro okay
3: yeah. and, and why is that because just... i
1: love my mama <laughs> straight up though you know you know how we are bro yeah you know we love our moms bro and that's awesome you know she's she's up there bro so you know what I mean? well
3: i can actually say that even though my mom rest in peace she's no longer here but my mom, to me, was Wonder Woman. She is my superhero. That's who my mom That's is. That's what I'm talking man. about, bro. You know. Exactly. And, um, yeah. I'll change the subject, bro, because I get emotional. God, because feel you, man. My mother was my best friend. I feel you, man. So, um, now, other than that, where are you originally from?
1: I'm from Anaheim, California.
3: Okay. Born and from raised? From OC.
1: Yeah, 1503. Yeah, okay. born and raised. Dope, dope. You know, grew up in the barrio. You know, uh, did my time, got caught up, grew up, you <laughs> know, uh had kids you know uh always wanted to do my music but you know you have kids you got to get to work right you know so got into construction you know okay
3: well anaheim stand up much love much respect to you guys that's right uh oc that's right. uh what, what, what high school did you did you go to alter
1: i went to uh savannah and i got kicked out within like two months so i ended up going to another one that i got kicked out within another two months lower high school and uh, I ended up going to continuation.
3: No, sir, so just throwing chingazos or what yeah. were you doing in high school?
1: Well, you know, uh, <laughs> getting caught up, bro. Yeah, you growing know. up in the
3: streets, what happens? Yeah,
1: you know, and okay. fucking brawls, fights, you know, the whole fucking, you know,
3: right. lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And yeah. uh, uh, um, did you play any sports growing up?
1: Uh, I played uh, baseball. Okay. Yeah, I played a lot of baseball. Uh, you know, we played football on the streets. Yeah, you know we played uh, against other bottles, you know, uh, at times. But uh, growing up, baseball, bro, I loved playing baseball. Uh, me and my brothers, you know, uh, pitchers, you know, everything, bro. We played uh, every every position, you know. What I mean, outfield, infield, fucking whatever, bro. But uh, that's dope. yeah,
3: that's dope. Yeah. You, you a big boxing fan?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay,
3: yeah. what w- what's your era? Would you say mine would probably be like eighty five to like ninety five. You know, of course, the Julio Cesar Chavez and, oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, exactly. Riddick Bowe, that yeah. era.
1: That's me too, bro. Okay, same thing. I grew up with that too. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I
3: love boxing, man. Oh, I love yeah. that shit. Uh, I don't like today's boxing because I think yeah. a lot of it is fucking is bullshit. <laughs> right, you right. know,
1: it's all set up. It's no?
3: all fucking set up. Like that one. Uh, what's that one dude? Uh, McGregor when he fought they este- that away uh mayweather oh yeah and yeah. i think now de la Hoya wanted wants to fight mcgregor or some bullshit
1: yeah, that's all show bro you that's all it is, is yeah dude. yeah and,
3: and it kind of it just takes away from the sport yeah and the people that get robbed
1: are the fans well yeah the ones that are paying for it at home you know yeah that's why i stopped paying you know i don't i don't follow it like that you don't got marquez fighting you don't got you right. know the solid Brawlers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, Barrera and, you
3: know. Yeah, Marco Antonio Barrera. I, right, I was in bro. Anaheim when it was called Anaheim Pond. Right, right. When he won his first WBO. Okay. Because uh, I'm a huge, huge boxing fan. But one of the most brutal fucking knockouts I've seen in a long time was when este, uh, uh, what's his name, Bob? You just said his name, bro.
1: Marquez, Marquez. knocked out Pacquiao. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He, can't, he He separated his spirit from his body, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Pacquiao that, was gone. That
3: man, was bro. ugly right there,
1: yeah. man. Hey, man. It
3: was overdue, bro. Yeah, it, <laughs> you yeah. know how long we've been waiting for that motherfucking I, shit to I, happen? I know,
1: I know. <laughs> Respects the Pacquiao, but you know what I mean? And yeah. you know
3: what's funny? Uh, I saw an um, interview when Marquez said that they would time his flinches. Yeah, yeah. He would do this twice. Yeah, yeah. So so then the punch was coming. So when he said he saw him, that's when he just threw that motherfucker. He knew, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. (laughs) He fucking fell asleep. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's the true definition of putting him to sleep, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, no doubt.
3: I I don't remember the last time I seen somebody get knocked out like that, bro. But uh, (laughs) other than maybe Mike Tyson's and shit like that. Yeah,
1: right, right. You know? Yeah. But uh,
3: uh, now, uh, growing up, you play any instruments at all?
1: Uh, No instruments, bro. No instruments. Nah, just uh, got on the, the Ghetto Blaster and uh-huh. listened to all the, you know, uh, uh, back in the days, Curtis Blow and uh-huh. MC Shan and, you know, all that I grew up on. The Fat Boys, Beastie Boys, okay. I mean, you know, that was my era. So that was my instrument. You know, okay, I just okay. sit there and, and play all of that. You know what I mean?
3: Okay. That was uh, actually going to be one of my other questions was, what type of music did you grow up with as a kid living at home?
1: Uh, when it comes to... Uh, my like, like, what
3: did your mother or your father play?
1: Oh, you know, uh, you know, rancheras and uh, uh, you had cumbias. Mama was, you know, cleaning on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. she throw the cumbias on. You know, uh, my dad listened to uh, Pink Floyd. Okay. Listened to oldies. Uh, pretty much that was it, bro. <sighs> okay. That was, uh, no, uh, the hip-hop came from my brothers. You know what I mean? Because okay. they were older.
3: Okay. The, the reason why I ask is sometimes I like to see what shaped and molded the artist today that you are? Right, right. You know, a lot of times, was it the Kumbats? Was it the Rancheras? Was it the Pink Floyds? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But obviously, since you rap, a lot of the hip hop influences came from your brothers, uh, from what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that how you were introduced to hip hop? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you mentioned the Fat Boys, Yeah. the Run DMCs, even the Two Live Crew, and you know, what I mean? of course, of course. That was shit back then.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that know? was, you know, bumping back then. uh. You had LL Cool J, you Man, know, was, I mean... To rip it up, bro. bro. a lot of these young cats don't know, you know, about these guys that started it. You know what I mean? And they're the original ones, the pioneers, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So, and, you know, uh, And it's good to still see guys like LL, you know, still winning. Oh, yeah. Still, guys that are still out there. They've been tried out, started doing acting now, and uh, uh, they're still... dude. Uh, I think it was last New Year's, LL performed at Times Square on, on TV. Oh, he shit. tore that motherfucker yeah, up, bro. Yeah.
1: Right, you got it, you got it, bro. You got it, bro. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's all there is th- to it. Th-
3: that's one thing that I like to uh, share to uh, rappers today, this younger generation. Right, right. You know, because a lot of them are just social media famous. Okay? Right, <laughs> yeah. Um When you perform... You know, a lot of guys go up there fucked up. Yeah, marijuanos or borrachos. Cool, whatever, if that's, if that's your thing. Right, But right. give the people what they paid to see. Oh, yeah. Because I see a lot of bullshit shows, bro, yeah,
1: you know, yeah.
3: uh, going on where my thing is this. If I go up there drunk as fuck and I don't even give them the performance that I feel that they want to see, I can lose fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think it's important. So these guys that I consider professionals like the LLs, uh, the Run DMCs or right, whatever, right. they go out there and they fucking put on a show.
1: Yeah, yeah, because
3: they were there when hip hop started. Yeah, you know, we saw hip hop start, and That's those were right. our influences. Yeah, um, so now, um, are you a big fan of uh, East Coast mu- uh, hip hop at all? Yeah, of course. Okay, other than the stuff that started, what about like maybe within the last I don't know, maybe since the 90s, since the Tribe West, uh, uh, like, like, give me some of your uh, East Coast if you have any of uh, some of your favorite artists.
1: Uh, big pun. Big pun. You know, uh I've always liked immortal technique.
3: Oh sure.
1: You know, uh I mean uh fat Joe, he's all right, you know. Uh but when it comes to East Coast, we're talking big L, met the man, Red Man, you know, that's the style I grew up with, Nas, you know, uh also K R S one. Hell yeah, yeah, I love K R S one, uh you Rock know. Kim. Uh, Eric being Rock Rakim, you know, pain and full, you know, all that. Yeah, know. So, yeah, I grew up on pretty much all that East Coast when it when it started cracking, I was bumping everything, bro. Yeah. You know, cause that's what that's what molded me and who I am today from the east to the west, you know, from the, the rappers that, you know, I I felt that were my favorite. Yes. That's what, you know, made me who I am today, you know.
3: Okay. Okay. Uh give me some of your West Coast artists. But you, uh, love.
1: you know, it's, uh, I like DJ Quick, you know, uh, of course, N.W.A., bro, I grew up on that. Uh, cocaine, Above the Law, you know, uh, let's see, who else can I say? I grew up on uh, some Spice One, you okay. know, uh, Too Short, of course. You got to bump Too Short, you know what I mean? So uh uh Dre, you know, of course, Tupac, <laughs> you know, I... Sh- those are ones that you right. really don't, you know, have to mention because everybody else has, you know. Right, so. right. Uh, also, uh, uh, Mossberg, you know, he was on DJ Quicks la- yeah. uh, label. Uh, yeah. He was pretty down, you know. So, uh, you know, certain artists, you know, uh, Daz and Corrupt, you know, Snoop, you know. I grew up on all that.
3: Ice-T. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you course. know what I mean? So, Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, okay, yeah. now... Uh, Tupac releases All Eyes on Me. It's a double CD or a double album. Mm-hmm. And then you have Biggie. He had his first album, with Ready to Die. What was, the name right. of, what was the name of the second album? Uh, uh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh,
1: the second album of uh, uh, Biggie. Biggie? Yeah. It was
3: remember. in... Uh... I'm trying to remember. Alex, help me out. The second it album... It ain't Notorious Thugs. No, the, no. The, Ready to Die... Life After Death. Life After Death. That yeah, yeah. Life After Death. Okay, so here you have Life After Death on Biggie. Right, right. Here you have Tupac's All Eyes on Me. Yeah. If yeah. you had to choose just one, which one would you choose?
1: Oh, Tupac, bro. All <laughs> Eyes on Me. You know what I mean? Because, you know, uh, didn't nobody drop that until he did it. You right. know what I mean? So he was the first one, so... You got to give him respect on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, all of his shit bangs on that motherfucker, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything bangs you can up. just let that motherfucker play, bro, yeah. you know what I mean? You can do, you can chill with the homies, you can do highlights with it. I mean, just all kinds of shit, you know what I mean?
3: Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot, and if I had to twist your arm, give me your favorite, if you had to choose one, your favorite Tupac song.
1: Uh, My favorite Tupac song would have to be uh, Only God Can Judge Me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got it on my my neck right here. I got uh, "Me Against the World." I got Lord knows. That's all you know, Tupac. But only God can judge me, bro. Okay. You know what I mean?
3: You, you know which one is my favorite song of all time, and I could put it on repeat and just keep listening to it. So many tears.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that jam ball. You know what bro. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right.
3: <laughs> and, and it's funny, man. How um, especially Rasa. They love Tupac, bro. Yeah. They love Tupac. You know, um uh, uh they love Easy E. Right, right. You know, there's just some of these artists that that uh uh if you will, what is that word I'm looking for that um connect with yeah, us. Yeah, they artists. connect, you know. Yeah. They appeal to us. Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah, no absolutely. Doubt. Um now let me ask you this question dealing with um well, let me ask you first. Do you consider yourself a Chicano rapper?
1: Oh, man. Everybody be tripping on that. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I don't give a shit what the fuck you call me as long as you don't call me a whack-ass rapper. You know what I mean? You call me a Chicano rapper. You call me a gangster rapper. You know, for me, bro, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, bro. You know, you can put me in a box. You can stereotype me. I've been stereotyped all my life, bro. You know what I mean? So that shit don't mean nothing to me. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm going to do my thing regardless. Right. You know, if they want to announce me on the stage as a fucking Chicano rapper, well, go ahead, bro. Right. A Latino rapper, go ahead, bro. A fucking gangster rapper, go ahead. You know what I mean? Okay. Just put me on the goddamn stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> well, you can call you
3: anything except late for dinner. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: That too, bro. You know, got to enjoy chow.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh um, Okay. You know what? I'm <laughs> glad you answered it the way you did. You know? Now, um... Chicano rap pretty much started, most people would say, uh, with Frost, 1990, with La Raza. Right, And right. here we are 30 years later. Okay. Uh, some people would, and I have to give these guys credit, because most people would also credit the group Spanish Fly, SA Rich Rock, with possibly the foundation of Chicano rap, along with Frost. Some people debate differ. I'm not here. I just want to hear to state that. We had proper those lighter shade of brown. Right, then we right. had other artists that, that came out. Mm-hmm. Now today in the two thousands, we have a lot of Chicano rappers, a lot. Right. Um. I guess as best of your ability, do you do you like the state of Chicano rap right now? Uh, to a to an extent. Okay.
1: You know what I mean. Uh, to the extent that uh, just because you know uh. Uh, it's the thing to do right now okay uh, everybody wants to jump in the booth and wants to talk about this and that when they ain't about it you know what i mean and and it's a trend to them bro and yeah. what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a movement those that have talent bro and those i'm not saying you know uh not everybody does you know you got to find your niche you know what i mean but if we're going to push this movement we got to push good stuff out there. You, you ain't going to go to the volume and be selling some dope ass shit. I mean, I mean some bunk ass shit. You're gonna Everybody's going to want the good shit. Well, that's what we got to do, bro. We got to build and create good and produce good hip hop, bro, music. You know what I mean? So that way people can be like, "Oh, that shit's tight." You know, and not just any bullshit, bro that's being thrown out on videos or whatever. You know, I mean, I call it like I see it, bro. Yeah. There's there's a, a, a lot of uh, Latino artists that are blessed, bro. They got talent. But if we don't come together, then, you know, you, you find that battle by yourself. You yeah. know, and you ain't going to get too far, bro. Yeah. You know, because in this business and in any other business, numbers count, bro. And yeah. if we come together, we can knock the fucking door down, bro. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And we can set, you know, our own lane, bro. And everybody's gonna respect that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's that's where I'm at. You know. But what I mean? like
3: you said, you gave a perfect example. You're not gonna go to the dope. You're not gonna go to the to the neighborhood and sell blow up dope. Nobody gonna buy that shit. Hell nah, you gonna get
1: beat up for that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Know
3: what I mean? But today, we I feel we have more blow up dope than real good dope Man, bro. shit. You that's know. that's
1: the thing, bro. You know what I mean? Some of these bobs need to get slapped. <laughs>
3: you know what I mean?
1: Stop rapping, homie. You, you, <laughs> you know, know what? what
3: I, mean? I, I read a quote Shit. one time online, and this is what it said: "It said I miss the days when the guys that couldn't rap didn't."
1: That's what's up, bro.
3: Today we have a bunch of guys. Fucking, I could r- rhyme cat with hat. That's the thing. You man. know. You know.
1: Everybody tries. You know, and thinks it's. It's like nothing, bro. You know, right. yeah. You can mix, you can rhyme words together and put it on the song, but if you ain't got no meaning behind that shit, yeah. ain't nobody gonna feel your lyrics. Yeah, you know, it's a bum- a bunch of fucking mumbo jumbo words put together. You that's, know that's what I mean? What you see people go in the studio, do that shit all the time. Yeah, you know, but you know, <laughs> it is you, what you know, it is, it's bro. funny
3: because when Darren, uh, um, um we recorded the song together just for our other podcast called freaky tales okay. where we discussed the paranormal spooky ghost story type of shit right, right and what happened was uh we were going over some music and then but he, he has stopped and here's what he said i want you to listen to this one guy tell me what you think and he played me your music
1: Orally. okay right on.
3: Right so on. i was hooked i was like yeah. wow Ooh, bro this guy's you, fucking bro. dope and i don't just say that to nobody i challenge people to go listen to his music listen to his voice Listen to his lyrics. Okay, so called up Darren. I said, dude, I'm trying to get that guy on, man. I said, I want him to come be my special guest. I'm going to hook it up. And he hooked it up. So once again, thank right you, Darren. Up. And yeah, I hope sir. after thank tonight, you, people look you up, people listen to your music and give you a chance because I believe that the phony ones are the ones that are out there getting more known for some reason, the Takashi's of the world,
1: <laughs> you know? Right. And then you got
3: the real ones that yeah, yeah. it seems like like, nobody cares almost, like, in a yeah, sense. Yeah,
1: they try to leave us in the shade, you know what I mean? Bro, yeah. Hell no, nah, bro. Nah, nah, I that mean. it' ain't going to happen. Nah, I mean,
3: you know, yeah. whatever, whatever, man. I, I was going to say something, but I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to start <laughs> Speak
1: nothing. Speak your mind, bro. Yeah, but, <laughs>
3: you know what I mean? I know, but I, sometimes I just shit. talk too much shit. And, and, but um, <laughs> anyways, Dude, man, at, at what point in time would you say in your life that you said, you know what, I'm going to start rapping or I'm going to start writing or I'm going to try to figure this shit out, see where it takes me? Uh, or, how old were you?
1: well i started at 12 bro i started freestyling over you know uh, beats and all that you know uh uh, i kept doing it all the way till you know about i say about 21 22 when i got out of ya you know and i said you know what i'm gonna give this a shot you know i mean i've always wanted to do it you know but you can't you can't uh play two fields you know if you're gonna be in the barrio and doing your thing then you got to do that You know you ain't gonna be able to just be doing music especially if you're dedicated to that so i I gave my time to that so i started you know the music and you know i would say yeah around 21 22 i dropped my first track you know from my neighborhood okay you know they threw it on youtube and all that you know uh and then i kind of stepped back a little you know uh had to work you know and then uh, i was put in a situation you know where you know, the wifey was like, you know, you either going to pick that or you're going to pick us or the family, you know. And it was it was a fucked up situation because, you know, I mean, that's my passion, bro. I've been yeah. rapping since I was 12, you know what I mean? Right. So, of course, I'm not going to choose that over my, my kids, you know what I mean? So I kind of laid off, you know, for a while and uh, ended up, you know, uh, going through some shit, got divorced and. That's when I picked it back up. I said, you know what? I got to jump back on this shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Homies were hitting me up like, hey, dog, you know, get your ass back in the studio, bro. Right. So uh, that's when I got back in, bro.
3: You know, uh, I had a guy here that works for a, a, a big major company. I interviewed him here. And you said something that reminded me of what he said. You said that you were living that life and then you were also doing the rap thing. Here's what he said. He said, when you're in Hollywood... Th- these two things should never mix. Yeah, exactly. He said it should never mix. You can't. He said there's too many active uh, gang members today
0: yeah.
3: that want to rap, and he said part of the reason. He didn't say it was the whole reason, but part of the reason why Hollywood never even pays attention to us. Yeah. He said it's because you're a liability. Yeah, You know, I can't invest $300,000 into your career And you may be facing five years next month
1: Yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna show up <laughs> right? You might highlight. end up dead or in jail Yeah, yeah that's that's the cold facts, bro You know,
3: and, and I've talked to yeah. other Chicano rappers That have had the mentality of like I don't give a fuck, it's my yeah. life
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah
3: So why would you even approach somebody for a record deal Knowing damn well you might even get killed yourself next yeah. week Yeah So I, I just think that a lot of times Living that lifestyle and trying to do be a rapper and you may have talent,
1: yeah. these
3: two should never mix.
1: Yes, sir. You're you absolutely know? right, bro. So
3: and, and I'm glad that you share that because I think it's an important message to the youth yes, that maybe want to pursue yes. uh, being a rapper, or a singer, or an artist or whatever. Yeah. And you have to leave that street life alone.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I ain't promoting it. I right. lived it. Right. You know what I mean right. and uh there's only two two paths to it. You know what I yeah. mean? That's you're gonna be locked up for life or you're gonna get smoked. You know what I'm saying? Cause or, or most homies get a family and, and go that route. But yeah, bro, I, I'm not promoting it. And uh, you know, if you know, for the young crowd out there, if if you guys really love the music and you wanna do it, stick to it. You know, uh my homie, you know, young doe, he just got popped. You know, he he started moving up, you know what I mean? And uh they popped him with the question. You know what I mean? So it, it's he was doing his thing, bro, but you, you can't. It's like you said, you can't. I'm no longer active, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I still talk with my homies. I got love for my homies. You know what I mean? I know about that life. Yeah. But that's why I'm pursuing it a hundred, bro, because I'm not jeopardizing my future. You know, I already did my thing. You know what I mean? I ain't right. got to go do shit again. You know what yeah. I mean? Now it's time for me, you know, to focus on this. And yeah. you know, it don't matter what it don't matter what age you know uh these youngsters are. You know, uh, you ain't gotta prove nothing to nobody. You yeah. know what I mean? If anybody, to your mom, to your dad, your brothers, your sisters, take care of your family, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't got, you ain't gotta impress nobody. When your ass is in jail, ain't nobody gonna do a damn thing for you. You know what I mean? So
3: you're just being real right now, bro. And I appreciate it, man.
1: That's it, bro. Because that, that's
3: a me- a positive message to the youth that you know what, like you said, dead or in jail is your is your only options. You know, that's yeah. it. You want to try to win over here, but this is holding you back. Yeah. You know, and and that's one of the reasons why somebody, people have asked me, how come you don't open up a record label and sign Chicano rappers? Simply because of that reason. Uh, I mean, I see you next year, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right.
3: But listen, we're going to go ahead and press uh, stop right there. I, I used to say pause <laughs> but uh, um, we're going to take a 10 minute break we're going to come right back I want to talk about that first single you released on YouTube and what was the reaction from it Okay, okay. and how you got your name you got it bro so, okay everybody once again call somebody take somebody slap the shit out of somebody let them know that Hectic is in the motherfucking building uh, so make sure you better call somebody go get yourself a modelo go get yourself something to eat warm yourself up some cold ass pizza uh, tell your lady to <laughs> take a shower throw it on a G-string and sit on your lap and we're going to watch Hectic uh, in about 10 minutes don't fuck around Welcome back, everybody, to Rolling Radio, and this is the podcast that slaps your fat ass with a fat ass dick. You know damn well, when Rolling Radio's popping, the panels are dropping. They're always dropping. Uh, once again, we're like, look, we just opened up this damn bottle, and we're almost <laughs> done with that shit. So, um, so, yo, much love, much respect to everybody that's tuned in, okay? But you know what? We got hectic in the motherfucking building. That's right. How you doing, brother? Everything good? Everything's good, bro. I asked you if you wanted a shot, because you blessed me <clears> with the <throat> bottle. But you said that you'd rather have a modelo.
1: Yeah, you know, I, okay. I, I don't want to get faded off of that. I got to drive and I got work tomorrow, so.
3: Okay. You, you, you know. know why people uh, uh, crash when they're drunk? It's because they don't learn how to <laughs> drive when they're drunk. You know? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. you know? I, I think pe- more people should. That,
1: that, <laughs> but that. I learned it from a G-Ride, so. Of course. Uh, of you course. know, if I'm you know driving like it's stolen and then I'm drunk, shit, then yeah. I'm fucked. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Hey, yeah.
3: hey, you know how I learned how to drive? No lie. Uh, back in the day, I was a nickel and dimer. I was a curb service selling, selling kibbles and bits on the street. Right,
1: right. Okay,
3: and um, this one dude, he had a bucket and he asked me, uh, hey "Man, you know, I ain't got that much fucking money, but I always blow money on you. Can you give me almost some crumbs?" And I just said, "I'll give you twenty, but yeah. let me borrow your car for two hours." <laughs> okay, yeah. I said, "All right, fucking, you know, he got out, <laughs> took off with that motherfucker." I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: "Yeah,"
3: I was like sixteen, you know, Right, so went right. to Target. Fucking doing donuts and shit like that That's right okay, that's But right. that's how I learned how to drive
1: so, <laughs> That's a story, But it took bro. me
3: years to get my uh, my get uh, You know my ID and shit oh, uh, yeah, My yeah. driver's license oh, okay. it Took me a long time Because you know when You're from the neighborhood You don't carry ID yeah. You know what I'm saying
1: Every time the cop pull no. you over you got a warrant
3: Exactly Every time the cop pull you over My name is Nostradamus, you know? <laughs> Nostradamus. They, they don't know if you're lying or not <laughs> Right bro so, Anyway I talk too much bro oh, Shit that's a good one bro so, Okay brother you dropped your first single, okay? Um, they released it on YouTube. Who produced it, or did you rap over an instrumental, or...?
1: Yeah, I rapped over an instrumental given to me by uh, uh, Pamps, OG uh, OG Pamps. Okay. You know, he's my manager. And uh, I ended up going with Darren Vegas to uh, record it. Hmm. And, man, bro, he did his thing, bro.
3: How long have you been knowing Darren? S-
1: Recently. I wouldn't say probably about, like... Maybe four or five months. No shit. Yeah, bro. You know. And that was,
3: you, wait, let me get this right. You released your first single and four, four, really? Yeah,
1: bro. Uh, You know, it's, you know, it's all in God's timing, bro. You know what I mean? He connects me with the right people. And uh, I'm just patient, bro. You know, I'm just, you know. And uh, yeah, it worked out, bro. You know,
3: timing is everything. Yes, sir. Now, but let me ask you, let's back up a little bit. Why do you think, um, I know you shared a little bit about your past already. That you didn't release anything sooner, like years before. Uh, um, is is it because you just weren't taking it uh, serious? You, were you still about that life on the streets?
1: Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, okay. I wasn't gonna go to the you know uh, studio back then. It wasn't easy access like that, right? You know. And then you know when you're in the the water, you know you live there. Yeah. You don't you don't go out. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. You know, and that's how it was for us. I mean, uh, wherever me and my carnales moved, that's where the lottery was. Okay. You know, what I mean, so uh, we took pride in you know uh, setting up shop and you know yeah. uh, you know keeping post and all that. You know, just to be honest with you, bro, it, it's the ignorant mind, you know, that you know we thought was the right way to be. You know, mm. and you know, it, it, in the end of the day. You grow up and you get wise and you realize, you know what I mean? Like, man, bro, I wasted
3: all that fucking time. You know, what? and and I'm glad you're sharing that. And I'm going to tell you why because there's a lot of youngsters out there listening. And when they hear you, an OG, say that was a lot of waste of time. Yeah. You, through this message, can possibly help them not waste a lot of time. Because that's one thing we will never get back is time.
1: Yes, sir. You and, know,
3: and, t- whether it's time in juvenile hall, CYA, yeah. whether it's time in prison, you will never get that yeah, time you back. You do get it back, bro. You know, and that's, right. uh, that's one thing you never, ever want to do. You know, I know one day, and I know we kind of touched on it earlier with my uh, my previous guest, uh, but we touched a little bit about God, that one day. You know we're gonna to have to stand before God and give an account of ourselves.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: One thing that I believe we're also gonna give an account of ourselves is the time that we wasted. Yeah. You know stuff that we could have been productive. Yeah. But we wasted our time. So I'm glad you're you're sharing that because to me it's very important that we push that message. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so the
1: worst thing in life is wasted talent, bro. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So.
3: Wasted talent. Yeah. And you've been blessed and you're using it now. Uh, yes. And now is your time to shine. And that's why I'm glad you're here. So that we can help promote and push whatever you're doing. You I appreciate know? it, bro. Yeah, most definitely. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you, bro. So now, uh, working with them in Vegas, you released that single uh, or on YouTube, which, which you told us. And uh, what was the response that you got?
1: Uh, good response, bro. And it's still going. It's past 50,000 within a month, you know. Really? Uh, so, yeah, man. On Land Beast TV, bro. Uh, they looked out. They put it on there. And uh, everybody was feeling it. You know what I mean? Uh, It's original, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, Ain't no fake to it. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? What
3: what was the name of the song? Uh, Red Rum. Red Rum. Red Rum. Now, now what inspired that name? I I know what Red Rum means backwards.
1: That's pretty much, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Growing up in the calle, you know, and just growing up, you know, one thing that was always stretched was respect. Uh-huh. You know, and my hefe even, you know, stretched that, you know, you guys got to respect. I don't care where you're at, who you're with. You're going to respect, you know, and carry yourself yeah. right, you know. Yeah. And uh, there's times when people don't respect, bro, and they get dealt with. You know what I mean?
3: No, you're absolutely right. And uh, I want to bring something up because I think, and I hope I'm wrong. Honestly, I hope I'm wrong. Um, I think this is the generation today that does not respect their elders. Mm. They, they, they do not. Yeah. Okay, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, there's young guys that try to take poke at older people.
1: Yeah. You know,
3: thinking that you know, ain't shit going to happen.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, uh, I'll give you an example. One day, and I shared this on the previous show. Uh, I was like 16 years old, and I heard, I overheard a guy uh, from my neighborhood said that one of the greatest days in his life was when he knocked out his dad. <gasps> That's what he said. Yeah. Okay and and to me you know being a you know being a son of my father who went to work hard every day you know five brothers four sisters yeah and so one day i thought in my head because i overheard him say that i'm going to step up to my dad <laughs> oh man
1: Okay. Yeah, big mistake.
3: <laughs> yeah, big, big, like mistake. I remember <laughs> I was shaving, I was getting peach fuzz, so I said I'm gonna start shaving, <laughs> right, said, right. cutting myself to the fucking right, death right. and shit. <laughs> so he comes in there and he tells me to turn on the music, and I just said no, I'm to turn it down. You ain't nobody.
1: Oh damn. So bro. he walks
3: away. So I'm thinking in my head, I showed him, yeah. and he comes back and he says turn it down, and I said I'm not gonna turn it down. What are you gonna do? And he says, tell me, tell me in Spanish, you know, you know, you wanna stand up to me? And I was like, yeah, well, what's up? And I squared up with them. Let me tell you something, bro. I don't even know what the fuck I was doing, bro. Yeah, man. He, you know, you're never supposed to stand straight up. He just jabbed my ass in my fucking chin. <laughs> he chin checked. Oh, dude, chin checked me. My, leg, my legs yeah, became yeah. like spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, And I just held my, myself. And I was
1: like. Right, right.
3: He said, gather yourself. He can like, turn that damn radio down. Yeah. And I was like, okay.
1: It was well deserved, right? Dude, I never did it again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know? bro.
3: But today. That's child abuse. People call the cops.
1: No, nah, fuck that. No.
3: Nah, every ass whooping yeah. that I got from my parents, I fucking deserved. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Yeah. I deserved. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> so <laughs> again, we're living in a generation, and even young rappers today are trying to take shots at like dead rappers, like, oh, Tupac was boring. You know, uh, that, yeah. that type of shit. You don't do that,
1: bro. Yeah. You know, it, it's the entitled generation, bro. Yes. You know, where, you know, and, and it's sad to say, you know, uh, uh, us as, you know, uh, we get older and we have kids and we want what's best for them, bro. Of course. We try to make their life easier, you know what I mean? And, and, and we may spoil them and, and uh, sometimes that's not good, man. It's not good. You know what I mean? That spoil turns into rotten, you know what I mean? And that attitude, you know, is it, rotten, bro. You know what I mean? And, and somebody's going to get a hold of that, yeah. and you know what I mean? They're going to do something about it you know that's the wrong thing of this generation you know uh you know is you got to respect the elders bro that's one thing my canal has always told me you know my head for two you know if you got somebody talking to you that's older you better listen to them you know what i mean if if you don't believe in what they believe in you're gonna still listen to them yeah. you're gonna give them that respect you know what i mean yeah you're gonna uh buenos dias when those noches you know uh you you gotta show that you know what i mean and right now uh, this generation is more like it's all about me and I don't give a fuck about nobody else and I'm here because of me and nah, now <laughs> you ain't here cuz of you dog you right, know what I mean right, right, uh right. it starts it starts from the mom and dad bringing your ass here you know what I mean Period. and like you said bro the hard work that they've gave my mom bro she, like you said bro she's my superman bro you know what I mean she she taught me the work ethics bro I'm a hard ass worker because of her bro you know what I mean? And not my dad, you know what I mean? But my mother, you know? But I respect, you know, your situation. You had your father, and that's what we need in our culture is our father to be there, you know what I mean? Not just for us, but also to help moms, you know what I mean? Because, yes, yes, yes. you know, it ain't easy raising, you know what I mean, uh, uh, kids. You know what I mean? Sisters, brothers, you know, you got eight kids, five kids, whatever, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... uh I just think you know this generation this generation needs to uh you know uh put themselves in 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 their shoes you know what I mean and yeah. and the, the older you know our, our moms and our uncles and our aunts in their shoes and understand bro what they were trying to set up as a foundation yeah. and to be grateful for that instead of feel like oh you know what I mean shit it's mine i don't care i can do whatever i want Nah, man you yeah. know what i
3: mean no that that, that yeah that I, shit's got to stop bro no you're right you're right and at the same time, you know what, I'm, I'm glad and I'm going to give a shout out to all the good fathers out there that are providing for their family. Bro. That's you what's know, up. And all the good wives yes, that are sir. providing for their kids, yeah. you know, and to uh, help and cultivate their kids' gifts so yeah. that they can pursue whatever they want to do in life.
1: Yeah, Uh and also a shout out to the sons and daughters that are taking care of their parents, you know what I mean? And they're doing right, man, because they don't get recognition. They be buying mom's
3: house or something like that, you
1: know, especially our culture, you know, from where we come from and the struggle. So that's mandatory. That's a plus, you know?
3: Yeah. um, So now you dropped that first single. What is next for Hectic?
1: Man, I got four EPs I'm working on right now. Four? Four EPs. Wow. Yeah, right now, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm doing my own with Darren Vegas, Yeah, you know, my own EP, about seven, eight songs, you know, uh, then I'm also working with my brother Leatherface. Yeah. Uh, Me and Leatherface working on the EP.
3: I had Leatherface here not too long ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. I seen that. Showed him love. You know, he threw a shout out. So got to show love, you know. Yeah. Uh, I got my uh, my homie, uh, The West. You know, Mm -hmm. he's from out here from Van Nuys, Avaya. Okay. You know, so uh, I'm doing the EP with him. And uh, I'm also doing the EP with the homie Cartoon. Which is a uh, an active Marine, you know. I met the brother, cool cat, talented. Really, you know. So you know, uh, I'm trying to work with the righteous and, and and keep building. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I'm I'm working on right now, bro.
3: That'll work. And yeah. as far as your EP, is Darren Baker producing all of it? Or?
1: Yes, yes, he's gonna produce that whole. How,
3: now, now, let me ask you: How did you meet Darren?
1: I met Darren through uh, through Lottie, Lottie oh, the yeah, G, yeah. and Lottie also OG Pamps. Okay, you know, because uh, he out. get yeah, he got me, you know, uh, plugged in. You okay. know, well, you know so, what? Shout yeah. out to Lottie. I, oh and, and yeah, him. shout out to Lottie. no doubt. Bro. Him and dope boy, that's the boy homie. Yeah, fifteen oh three, baby. Yeah, got show love, man.
3: Now, now, let me ask you this: um, To me, your style is different, and I like your voice. Right on. Okay, um, who would you say, if any rappers out there, have been your biggest inspiration? I know you mentioned Tupac. Is there anybody yeah, else? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, bro, uh, Scarface, bro. You like Scarface? Yeah, you know. I never seen a man cry till I seen a man die. You remember that Jim? Yeah, gem? of course. That's uh, you know where I, you know I started bumping Scarface.
3: I don't know why every time I think of Scarface, I think I remember that song Let's exchange <laughs> fuck faces.
1: Fuck faces. <laughs> yeah, bro. And ghetto boys. Oh, My mind's playing tricks on me. Oh yeah, yeah he's right it there. It wasn't even close so. to Halloween. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dropping lyrics on him, bro. dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Hey, yo, uh, much respect to Butch, Butchwick Bill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no doubt. I, I met him when they dropped that album. We were in Houston, Texas, oh, okay, uh, they right. performing at a club called the Palladium, oh, and shit, uh, man. I had a chance to meet Scarface, oh, shit. uh, uh Butchwick Bill, and Willie D. So, mm-hmm. so that, yeah, man, uh, hip hop has been good to me, you know, but I will say the business side is a bit shady, man, yeah, yeah. and um. Uh, you know, um, Diamond, Diamond, uh, who was here just right before you, uh, was talking about how the business side of it, she she needed to learn more. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that I encourage the younger generation, learn the business. Mando. I, I know it's good to have a good manager, it, but learn the business.
1: You got because, some, bro.
3: Because, you know, you could meet so many Chicano rappers, and every single one of them would say, my label fucked me. They fucking yeah, yeah. robbed me. Yeah, yeah, Kay? yeah. Then you go to Ruthless and you have people saying, Ruthless Records, they fucking robbed me. He robbed Then you go to death row, they fucking robbed me. Yeah, yeah. Learn the business, man. Yeah, yeah. You
1: You can't sign your life away, bro. Right. You better hire somebody to break that motherfucker down for you, you know (laughs) what I mean? So you
3: can understand it, bro. Yeah, that's why. You know. (laughs) Lawyers are good, but at the same time. Lawyers sometimes could be bad. They're all shady, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so shady. learn the business.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mando, side, bro. No and, and if you
3: can go independently and become a thousandaire, cool. Yeah, you may yeah. not be, ever become a millionaire, but yeah, yeah. you know what? If you could be make your own living off of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But let me tell you something. If uh, rap or if your career isn't paying your bills, get a job.
1: You got to, bro. Because <laughs> I, I know
3: a lot of rappers that refuse to work and they live with a girl that lives with the baby mama. Nah. You know, and I'm like, look, bro, if you can't pull your own fucking weight, yeah,
1: stop yeah. rapping Yeah, no, nah, mm. I'm a I'm a union carpenter, bro, okay. so yeah. Shout out to 714213, you know, <laughs> union Yeah, bro, we all put good. it down, bro No,
3: I mean, there's a lot of guys that can't pull their own weight, but all they want to yeah. do is fucking rap
1: Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> like, bro, go,
3: go, go get an application at Starbucks Yeah You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, hey, Make bro Make me that pumpkin spice
1: Hey, bro, construction's you always know? hiring, bro, you know <laughs> Bottles are so crazy and tough, get your ass out there Start framing, hanging drywall. You know what I mean? Shit. Something. Fucking forming. F- anything, bro. Fuck, male exotic
3: dancer. I don't uh, know. Whatever. God so. damn.
1: <laughs> That's a whole different show. Keep that on the free. That That's tale, Tommy. Right?
3: That's freaky tale. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now, um, I'm going to ask you a goofy question, but it's a real question because I need to ask you.
1: All right.
3: Do you write your own lyrics? Of course. Okay. Because, you know, now they have yeah. ghostwriters.
1: Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I would never rap somebody else's lyrics because it don't come from here you right. know what i mean and they don't know this you know right. what i've been through and what i've seen and what i've experienced so right. i'm not gonna sit there and and you know rap somebody else's fucking perspective on my life you know what i mean they ain't walk my shoes bro
3: okay now let me ask you this uh have you ever ghost rolled for anybody no okay if
1: somebody were to pay you would you no i won't really yeah my shit's my shit I barely got time to do my shit. I got three <laughs> kids on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't writing your shit.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> okay. This is just me when it comes to being a rapper. Okay. Yeah. And I hope I don't offend nobody, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it anyways. Um, if you can't write your own shit, maybe you shouldn't be rapping. There you go, bro. Th- that that's just me. I don't know. There you Am I go. wrong for saying that? Nah, you know, I it, mean.
1: What about an author? You ain't going to tell him to write a book if he ain't an author, right? Right, right. So, I mean. I mean, it's because we get... live in a
3: generation today that claims they don't give a fuck, but are yeah. easily offended. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. Entitled. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Know, I'm telling you, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then they'll say, fuck that fool. That fool said this about me. Yeah. He, he,
1: even in the workforce, bro. Yeah. It's the same way. You can't tell these apprentices and talk shit to them, Hurry the fuck up. You know, bring me this. Bring me that. Oh, hell no. Nah. You can't do that no more, bro. They get in their feelings and, oh, you know, you're fanning me and this and that. You know, when I was starting, shit, they didn't give a fuck. Hurry up, you fucking beaner. Shit, homie. They didn't there. care, bro. You know, I had to listen to that shit, bro. you over here showing but shit, me. But shit, I got the job done, bro. You yeah, know what we mean? had
3: to because we wanted that check.
1: And I'm 16 fucking years strong, still fucking working the same shit, bro. So oh. I did something right, you know
3: what I mean? Well, hopefully this shit pays off where... One day you can just call in rich. Well that'd be even better, bro. You know? <laughs> you know? Yo, beep, beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep. I'm calling in Rich. Fuck yeah. y'all. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'll be dope. Oh, shit. You know? But yeah, yeah. Fuck, trying to get a record deal today is like like getting struck by lightning twice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I ain't even, you know, tripping on that, bro. You know, I got I make enough money to do my own shit and, yeah. and pay for my own. So, you know, I do it out of my heart and my passion that, I, you know, I've always wanted to do. And now I have that time, you know, and I'm going to do it, bro. If you like my shit, feed me. If you don't, that's all gravy too, bro. Yeah,
3: keep it pushing. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, no doubt.
3: Uh, um, Let me ask you this. Um, on your EP as of right now, do you have any features?
1: Do I have any on my own? Yeah, like with, uh,
3: with the uh, different with stuff.
1: It, uh, do, do you have any guests? Yeah, with features? the sister Jazz. Okay. She's the one that dropped uh, the hook on it. Okay. So she's, she's got a nice melody, you know, her, her voice, really nice. Okay. Smooth.
3: But as far as rappers? uh, concerned. No,
1: no. I don't want nobody on my EP. Okay, I'm, now. On my EP. I'm okay. sorry if okay, that's now. what you're asking. No, <laughs> no, no.
3: no. You don't have to be sorry to me. I think that's a good thing, but I want to ask you, yeah. why?
1: Because it's an EP for me, bro. This is my first fucking EP. You know what I mean? Like, uh, dedicated from me. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want nobody else on it. Okay. You know, that's why I'm doing projects with other artists and doing eps with them right you know right. i'm not saying i won't work with people right right, right. just on my personal ep i just right. want all that shit to be me you know okay I
3: mean? uh today we have so many features on records it's like a fucking compilation
1: right right let's
3: be honest yeah okay? yeah because yeah, here's what you. people do oh that guy got one million followers let me get that guy on a verse yeah let yeah, him yeah. email me a verse you don't even meet the motherfucker yeah yeah okay yeah. you just cap cash happen some bullshit money yeah okay yeah. i got a verse cool and he didn't even write that verse of that fucking beat or whatever, you know? Yeah. So yeah. now here's the thing. I'm going to ask you a question. Did L.O. Cool J on his first album, uh, I Need a Beat, did he have any features? Not
1: that I remember, No, and it went bro. double platinum.
3: Did Run DMC, did they have any features on the first album? No, No. So did the Fat bro. Boys, did they have any features? The, the Beastie Pepper.
1: Boys. None was, of them. It wasn't like that back then, bro. Everybody was doing their thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of this yeah. journey.
3: Today, you know? dudes that can't pull their own fucking weight, I need to get so-and-so, 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 I need to get, uh, need to get the amigos, I need to, you know.
1: That, that tells you for, that speaks for itself, bro. Yeah, bro. You know,
3: high it, volumes, you know. Look, more power to you, but if you got to do that shit and it becomes a compilation, you got no fucking yeah. business in this game, bro. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know I'm pissing people off, but I don't give a fuck, I'm going to say it anyways, okay?
1: It's Plus, true, I'm buzzed bro.
3: and this is my platform.
1: And you damn <laughs> right, you can speak your mind, homie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> Hey, nah, tell me I mean, how you really feel, homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all gravy, bro. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, I well, agree. look it.
3: L.O. Cool J released a tweet a couple of years ago, and I screenshotted it. And he said this. On my first album, I had no features, and I won double platinum. That's what he said. Now, double platinum for this new generation that doesn't know, those are record sales. We're not talking about streams. He sold 2 million records. Two million. so it means two million people in this world, yep. bought his it, shit, okay? yeah. And he got so much hate, uh, responses, yeah. Well, what do you got against features? Why do you got against it? What you, instead of good, yeah, instead of saying congratulations, you did it on your own, it was pure talent, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, to because again, once again, we live in a generation that doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Times have changed, bro, you know what I mean? Truth is the new hate speech.
1: Yeah. Okay. Some people can't handle the truth, bro. You can't handle the truth. You know. Yep. Rolling right. radio,
3: radio tells you the motherfucking <laughs> truth. ¿Te gusta vete la pinche? Yeah, verdad. <see> Así es, bro. el <laughs> pinche. I better stop, bro. My boy's feeling it, Yeah, you know I'm feeling it. So. Wow. Yeah. Give you know him another what? shot. Yeah, but yeah. But thank you. Okay. Yeah, you got
1: it, bro. No worries, bro. After this, bro. I'm
3: gonna go eat some fajitas or something. Come <laughs> like, on. My boy John wants some pizza. Yeah, bro. And my son ain't answering the phone. So, anyways, that's uh, what's up, bro. See. Okay, I gotta push this. Uh, the reason why I put that right there is because I want Patron to contact me for a sponsor, bro. There you go, bro. I wear their shirt, hell, yeah. you know their
1: hat, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. they can put me on the bottle, El Patron. Hell bro, yeah, homie, you know, you know what I mean. mean?
3: <laughs> so, uh, so weird. now, when can we expect something from you other than that single you dropped on Latin Beast? Mm-hmm. Um, when are you going to drop your next single or are you just going to wait for well, I got 21 or
1: I, No, I got singles uh dropping right now on platforms. Uh, okay. I just uh dropped uh Lockdown, you okay. know what I mean, uh under Empire with uh OGP Digital, you okay. know what I mean? So uh
3: So that's available right now. That's available
1: right now. Okay. You know what I mean? I did that one and uh I got 1503 coming out with Lottie the G okay. and the Homie Sticks. Okay. You know uh, that one as well. I got uh, what else? I got the Full Throttle with the West. Okay. That's coming out. That's on uh, going to be on all digital platforms. Can, can, can we
3: expect it this year, or is that? Oh a- yeah, this year. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. all much- this stuff is going to be this year. Awesome. And I'm man. speaking up. You know. Awesome.
3: So, now, when you when you drop your EP, yeah, like your very own, let me know. Okay, yeah, because I, I also want to promote it, bro.
1: I appreciate that, you know? And, yeah, and yeah. I know
3: the, Darren's behind the production. Yeah, yeah. I, I got mad love for Darren, you know, his story and, uh, you know, connecting me with you, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, no bro. doubt, bro.
3: So my whole thing, I love supporting Rasa, bro. That's Especially, what it's all you know, about, bro. Up and coming artists. Let me tell you one thing that I get a lot. When I promote a person here on my show, here's what I like to specialize on. People that may not get the shine, or may not get the opportunity. But then you'll get dickheads that'll go on there. who in the fuck is that? Right, we never right. heard of them. Well, bitch, tune in and you'll hear of
1: them. Yeah, yeah, no okay? doubt. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you're doing,
3: bro. Period, dude. Yeah, I'm sitting the fucking doors. lame yeah, yeah. ass fools that are yeah. probably out home, finger banging Twinkies, living with their mom, <laughs> okay? Never get laid, overweight, right. yeah, okay? I feel you, bro. Talking shit, internet yeah.
1: warriors. Yeah, yeah. You know? The trolls, uh The, the, the
3: fucking trolls. The motherfuckers, Seriously, bro. Trolls, yeah. Motherfuckers drinking Red Bulls, eating Takis all fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> Talking <laughs> a gang of massa. Yeah, yeah. But here's the funny thing is, when they fucking see you, hey, what's up, I'm a fan. Oh, they yeah, take all yeah. the fucking bass off their fucking voice. Oh, yeah, so, bro. Yeah, yeah. Calm the fuck down, homeboy. boy. <laughs> My boy got some fire in him.
1: That, that boxing about to come.
3: You know what it is, bro? It's, it's
1: passion. I know, bro. That's how I it's feel passion, about bro. music. That's how I feel about, you know, the same thing like you said, bro. Uh, we got to put the proper stuff out there, bro. Absolutely. You know what I mean? No more blow up though. No, no bullshit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and for all you fools that be telling your homie he sounds dope and he don't, man. you all but bunch tell of punk ass bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep that shit real and tell your homie to fucking put his face in a thesaurus. Learn the words, homie. And then fucking do your practice. Yeah. Look in the mirror and look at yourself and, and listen to yourself, homie. Pay your you dues. You know what I mean? Pay your motherfucking dues, man. You yeah. know, because not everybody was built for this shit, bro. Just like anything else in life, bro. Right. Stay in right. your motherfucking lane. If this ain't you, you, fucking go get a job, bro. Yeah, you go i a,
3: I'm a job. I'm serious. I'm, I know McDonald's is hiring. The winner, Schnitzel, is hiring. You know, yeah, go get a job. Bro. Yeah, bro. You know, th- this game doesn't need you. If you're going to be in it 100% and you're talented, go for it. You know, yeah. I always tell people this. Uh, um, look, if you're talented, bro, uh, uh, pursue your dreams. Right, right. But if you're going to pursue your dreams, dream big. Right, right. I encourage everybody, dream big. But let me tell you something. Have some talent to back up that dream, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, because... Or, or the ethics, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't take away from somebody that that wasn't built with the talent. But if they put the effort mm-hmm. and they put the work in, then you got to respect them at that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, obviously, you hear uh, certain rappers that are just born with the gift, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can just... You know, it comes natural, bro. Like like fluid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh there's some that you can tell, bro. I mean, obviously they sit down, they practice their shit, they write their shit until yeah. they get it to where it needs to be. You yeah. know what I mean?
3: Yeah. You know, let me ask you this. Um what is one thing that you miss doing, man, that COVID has prohibited? Because I know we're all under this whole pandemic for yeah. a while we were under quarantine and i'll be real you right. t- i was never under quarantine i still did my shit <laughs> yeah. when he said lockdown i was out <laughs> fucking cruising at the beach homie straight oh, up yeah yeah you know? no doubt so um what is one thing that you can't do or you miss doing that you haven't been able to do because of COVID?
1: Uh, i would have to say uh spending time with my daughters you Good. know taking them to, to places and, and being able to uh make those memories bro yeah you know, because we ain't guaranteed the next day. So, you know, I'm a father first before I'm I'm anything else. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's a good thing for me. That's that's the biggest thing, bro, because I can't take him to the movies. I can't take him to Disneyland. I can't take him to Universal. I mean, all this shit being shut down, bro. You know, I'm good because I'm just sitting there writing, bro. Right. You know what I mean? But you know,
3: well, f- well, we were part of that generation that grew up without a fucking cell phone, bro. Yeah. So we knew how to survive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need technology, nah, no, you know. Nah. There was a beautiful quote that I read. It says, "Thank God that I had a childhood before technology took over."
1: Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, okay. there's no comparison, bro. I
3: mean, me and you could pick up, a, you know, a piece of stick and say it's a gun. Yeah. You know. You know, we could climb up a motherfucking tree. Yeah. You know? We could light a cat on fire or something.
1: Oh yeah. To keep bro. us There was
3: always something to
1: do. Yeah. In the hood. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you weren't like this, stuck on your goddamn phone like a fucking cone and couldn't do shit. We would play fucking ding-dong ditch. We'd fucking play football on the streets, bro. Yeah, snapping girl balls or something. Whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just acting a fool and join. But yeah, man. that's just uh, different now. (laughs) It it is, bro. I'm an 80s.
3: I I love the whole 80s. The whole 80s era. That's like my shit. If I had a DeLorean... I'd go back to. <laughs> right? Seriously, I don't give a shit. Parachute pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. MC and,
1: Hammer status and, or what?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bust a move. You know? <laughs> That's young you MC. Be able to touch this. Have...
1: <laughs> That's right, bro. <laughs> All
3: good, brother. Listen, man, we come to the conclusion of our show, but you got, uh, once again, remind the people you got your own EP coming out. Yes. Okay, and you got. Uh, give a shout out to the other EPs that you got coming. Oh,
1: up. yeah, I gotta uh, give a shout out to my boy The West, uh, shout out to my boy Leatherface, shout out to Cartoon Hood Figures. Gotta give a shout out to uh, Bruce Liasco, you know, OG Pams, man. That's that's my manager, you know, well, that's yeah. the label. You know, gotta give a shout out to Darren Vegas, man. Thank you, brother. I highly appreciate you opening the doors, connecting me right here with Tony. So, uh, uh, Everybody else that I've worked with, you know, you know, much love. Uh, if I didn't <laughs> mention you, my bad. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work with everybody, you yeah, know, that, yeah. that's got talent.
3: <laughs> like you said, a keyword word with talent. I hope that the new, uh, how would you say? Um, oh, shit, my boy bought pizzas. Um, <laughs> I, I hope that the new, uh, how do I, I don't want to misquote it, but that the new wave of music involves talent. Because today, if you can't sing with shit, we got yeah. autotone for you. Yeah, nah, fuck. And it. And, if, and if you're not pretty, we got you know uh, Botox. <laughs> you know, and if you don't yeah, have a mask, we'll buy you one. <laughs> if you don't have titties, we'll buy you one. <laughs> you know, we're yeah, not looking you, for talent.
1: Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and yeah. if
3: you want to sell your soul, <laughs> I'll pay. You know, sign your name. Yeah, bro. yeah. right here, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 this. Okay, let me stop. <laughs>
1: That's what's up, man. Okay, you know, I'm
3: going to read a comment. Somebody said, Tony mad because he didn't produce a hit this year. (laughs) Let me say this. Hey,
1: shout out to all the listeners Yeah, Yeah, all the trolls. Showing love. It's all
3: great. Here's (laughs) the funny thing is, I don't produce anymore, you dickhead. So, so, anyways, cock knocker. Uh, (laughs) Other than that, um, I want to give a shout out to Diamond Des. Hey, love you. You're my best friend. <laughs> my brother, give me your name, your producer name.
2: Steven. Steven Reza. St- Steven
3: Reza, that's what I was looking for. Steven Reza, Relentless. Thank you, brother. Uh, uh, Thank you. Alex Enterprise. Uh, Alex Cervantes. Alex Enterprise. Tony, and-
2: I'm in love with you.
3: Thank you. <laughs> and- <laughs> My brother he- mm-hmm. hectic. Thank you very hey, much. You got it, Thank What's you, bro. Brother? I appreciate okay. it, bro. Let Show. me go ahead and give a shout out to John Motherfucking Elkins. Uh, once again, let me go ahead and produce, um, uh, promote John Motherfucking Elkins products. Go to John Motherfucking Elkins.com, and you can buy your pocket pussies there. You can buy the dick <laughs> pumps. They're used dick pumps, but they have been refurbished. Okay, uh, um, so you damn, can still bro. buy them. God and damn. once again, you can buy your your anal bleach. <laughs> you should- yeah. So if your shit's a little brown, I yeah. Some of those yeah. Anal yeah, oh, is on sale right man. now for the holidays. Great stocking stuffers. <laughs> um, Special promotion? Y- yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he's selling his own wax. So if guys or girls want to wax, you know, he's selling <laughs> that. So go to, to JohnMotherfuckingOx.com. Oh, and shoot. only this month you could download his news for free. So, uh, yeah, he took nice centerfolds. Okay. It, looks, it looks pretty good. All right, right. So, um, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two for one, anal bleach and anal beads. Yeah, oh, shit. anal bleach uh, and anal, anal beads. Anal yeah, <laughs> so once again, if you want two for one. Um, I hope you guys know we're bullshitting, so, so <laughs> I'm just <laughs> throwing that out there. So, yo, yo.
2: Who has yeah. yeah,
3: so other than that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. But you know what? On Sunday, um, I have a very, very special guest. I'm going to drop a nugget right now. She is a low rider car show queen, and I'm going to leave it at that, okay? Other than that, uh, 28 for president, and we're out of here because the haters, mm. the, haters come come hate uh. the haters come out tonight. The haters come out tonight. No. The haters come out <laughs> tonight. The haters come out. The haters come out tonight. Take away, Johnny boy. somebody text somebody slap the shit out of somebody